Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four! It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, a Friday, the third day of November 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nick D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. Kyle, not on the other side of the glass, but he is making his way into the radio show as we speak. Know, what happened to him? Some of his phone fell in the water? Fell no, the he just woke water. up late. <laughs> just woke up late? Do you think that's the honest God's truth? Yeah, most of the time that is a truth in morning radio. You wake up late. Well, I, I know you want people to give you like a sexy made up story, but that's normally just what the truth is. Well, just in general, I think when people <laughs> are, I mean, I, I'm not beating them up. I don't care either way, but I'm just saying normally when people uh, are late to anything, it's usually a lie, right? They don't want to tell you the absolute truth. You know, like you stayed out late mm. the night before mm-hmm. or, you know, or this or this and this. There's like more to the story other than. My alarm didn't go off or something like that. But that's the ultimate reason, though. It's because your alarm didn't go off, regardless of what you did before you went to sleep. The alarm well, didn't wake you up. Well, if you do morning radio, what I tell you guys, you got to have like two or three alarms. Yeah. You got to have one across the room. You got to have well, you know, one that the power goes out, your battery. I mean, you got to have backup plans. Mm-hmm. Can't have any of that stuff, you know. So I think Kyle stayed out late last night partying. <laughs> I, think, I doubt it. So that's what it is. <laughs> I doubt it. I think he's on a, a Halloween bender. I think he's oh been. Uh, I think he's been drinking since uh, the thirty first. He's just out still trying to trick or treat. <laughs> him knocking and, on doors. Like- him and that. Him and that uh, addiction problem. I'm uh-huh. telling you. Right. Uh, your number nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You can use that to get it on the text machine as well. Uh, the Odyssey out, thebaileyshow.com. Stream us, get our podcast there or anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, our podcast and content also on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. And then on social, give us a like, share, follow at Listen to the BS. Uh, more passes for Ian Bag to give out a little bit later on when we do Game of Tones. We've like kind of stockpiled these Creed Three Doors Down tickets throughout the week. For one reason or another, we just didn't give them out or hadn't been able to give them out. So we're going to blow them all out today, uh, closer to 9 o'clock. I was waiting for something from Scott Stapp, and I just never got it back. Maybe I'll get it back next week. Who knows? Uh, but uh, in the meantime, we got to give out these tickets. So if you, it's going to be a great show. So if you want to go see them, uh, Creed and Three Doors Down, stick around 9 a.m. Uh, we'll do a game called... Uh, what are we calling it? Do your do best. best. You, do your best. Do your best. Just, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy. Like, you'll win. I promise. It's just, again, just do your best. Isn't that, that's the theme for 2023, right? That's all <laughs> yeah. we can ask. Just do your best. <laughs> right. And, of course, more opportunities with 98 Rock's Big Fat Bribe, uh, $500. We've got numerous opportunities throughout the day on the station to give out that money to you. Of course, before 10 a.m., your opportunity, and we'll tell you what song to listen for to be caller 18 when we return now i know if you're listening right now and you listen to the program often you woke up with one thing on your mind and one thing only on your mind and what's that 
How did my brisket go over last night at FBI class? Now, that's what I woke up wondering for sure. <laughs> See? The first thing I thought about you're, with you're my not, eyes open this morning. You're not fibbing, are you? I'm not. See? I couldn't wait to get here and find out how the brisket turned out. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Like Food is exciting. Especially for me. F- I, right? Like, I love food. I'm you a know, foodie. You have no idea how much I appreciate that comment. I can't find anyone to get excited about food with me. Oh, I'm excited. It is It is not a thing. I mean, At just least around here. It's just not a thing. Going through the whole process of we knowing how long you smoked it and cooked it, then you showed us the pictures. It looked like one of the most delicious briskets yet. And I want to know, how did it taste? So, it tasted amazing. It, oh. it, it was so good that Rach didn't want me to go to class last night. She, she wanted to stay home and she, eat it. Yeah, she, I can't. <laughs> So so when I so so I, I smoked it for about thirteen hours on the big green egg and then you know because of my schedule and you know there's uh, uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that so I had had my daughter take it off and and and, and cover it and put it in the oven then when I got home I took some butcher paper and I wrapped it up and and I put it back in there and I went up took a nap came down and then I started prepping for class because I had uh-huh. to leave the house yesterday probably about four thirty ish. And then also I had to cook the salmon, which mm-hmm. the salmon was great too. That was just thrown in the oven; it wasn't a big deal. So it, the 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 brisket was so good. The bark on the brisket was the best. It's the best brisket I ever did, Dang. or I've done. It, it the, and the bark was so good. You know what the bark is? Yes. Yeah. The the, the, the outer crispy. like kind of yes. crispy. That's my favorite part. It was such a great smoke ring, such great bark. It was all. Now I'm not pretending that I'm a master griller by no stretch of the imagination. Like I'm still learning as I go. But I am passionate about it, and I have been for many, many years. Like, I used to have a podcast about grilling, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty good. And and I used to work with, you know, like on this podcast, some of the, in my opinion, best grillers in the country, uh, Sheed, our buddy Sheed, who you yeah. might have seen on, um, what is it, uh, the Netflix. show? Yeah, what's the show called? Uh, Barbecue Cook-Off or something like that. Yeah, like, he, he was on that. He's just a, a, a mate. With that... In my opinion, the best griller I've ever seen. The best one I've tasted. He's he's just an amazing dude, but you can see him on. But he was on my podcast. Before he did any of that stuff, he was on my podcast. And we and Nikki and I knew him way before those days. So uh, anyway, so I had this brisket, and, and I, I, I when I went to pick it up and move it from one tin to another and wrap it in the butcher paper, like you know a brisket's good, and you can kind of see where it's at by taking the middle of the brisket and lifting it up and seeing how it flops. Okay. That's the same thing with ribs. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the ribs and, and you kind of hold it in the middle with whatever, and if it flops over, it's done. Mm-hmm. The more floppy, the more tender. T- tender it is. Absolutely. Just depending on what you want. Like, some people like their brisket sliced. Some people like it shredded. Mm-hmm. You know, just... It I all, like it sliced. It, it, it all depends. So, when I picked up this brisket, it, it fell apart. Ooh. I mean, it fell apart. Uh, and I'd never had a brisket do like fall apart like this before, and I think a lot of it had to do. With you didn't the meat. even save me like a little slither. You didn't surprise and bring. Hold on, I'm getting there. Okay, <laughs> I'm get I'm getting there. So I, I I put it in the oven. I, I wrap it up, and I'm like, this is going to be good. You can smell it. It's just so smells so good. My wife comes home early. Um, before I go, she comes home from work, and she's like, oh my god, it smells so good. I was like, you want some? You want to try it? It's really good. And she tries it. She goes, you're not going to class. It's that good. <laughs> I have to have you right and, now. Well, and, I mean, you're. So I had, it was it was just as shy as 16 pounds. There's about 40-ish people in this class. So I was like, I, I hope I have enough, right? And the idea was to have brisket for the meat eaters, bring the salmon because I know there's some vegetarians, 
I didn't want them to go without. <clears throat> I saw this lady a couple weeks ago. She was eating a vegetarian burrito or something. So, I mean, she doesn't make a big deal about it, but I was just trying to be nice. Do vegetarians eat salmon, though? Yeah. Oh. Fish. I mean, some do. They some, call them pescatarian. Yeah, pescatarian is what I thought. Well, non-red meat eaters would mm-hmm. eat fish. Okay. Yes. Okay, let's just gotcha. put it that way. So uh, so we get to class, and I'm very excited. I'm, I'm walking in with my tins, and I'm very excited. And I go in. And and I'm you have to go through a checkpoint, obviously, to get into FBI headquarters. Oh God! And we're in this, you know, you take off your shoes and you go through the metal detector and stuff like that. Give me your ID and whatnot. And I, I was there like usually it's not a rush of people at one time. Like my classmates, there's like eight of us in in this little small room mm-hmm. waiting to 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 go into the building, and they could smell it. And they're like, Wow, that smells it. So I'm very proud of my food. And I'm like, this is the best brisket you're, I mean, I'm hyping it up. This is the best brisket you're going to have. 13 hours, smoked, blah, 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 telling the whole story, mustard, you know, cover uh-huh. and soy sauce and horseradish and all that stuff. <clears throat> I don't think anybody cared. Like, no, no guy, like, no guy wanted to talk to me about it. It was like, they kept calling it barbecue, which drives me insane. Uh-huh. And they just didn't seem interested. I'm like, what guy doesn't want to talk to another dude about grilling meat? Well, you you said that you don't think people out here are big grillers. So They're not. Just proved it. They're not. They're propaners. They're you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's quick on and off. Mm-hmm. It's not the it's not the whole therapy. Not an art form. It's not the no. It's not. And so we get in, and um, the class starts you know to funnel in, and I'm going around talking to everybody. I'm like, you know, you I can't wait for you to have this brisket. You know, and I want you to be honest. I want you to be honest. And I'm sitting at this at my table, and they always have new people at the table with you. And, you know, everybody's very, very nice and pleasant. And I was talking to this woman, Seth, and she's like, hey, I'm not all that hungry. I'm like, no, you're hungry. You want this. Brother. And one of the guys made a comment. He's like, yeah, and he's very humble. You know, like I was being cocky. Or oh. and, and I know it was kind of tongue in cheek, but I think there was some truth to it. I'm like, it you, was. I, I, yeah, there's I go, a little bit of truth in every just. Do you understand? It's, it's, a, it's a joke. Like, it's kind of a gimmick. You know, I mean, it's. Have a sense of humor. Lighten up. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Lighten up. What's his name from the movie? Light, lighten up, Clarence or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, they open the food up and it's time to eat now. Mm-hmm. And I'm in line. I'm, I'm like second. I'm, I'm getting because I usually don't eat. I don't eat a lot there. I'm like, I'm eating my brisket. <laughs> so I'm in line. I'm getting my food. And uh, my buddy Kevin, who works with uh, the swap, uh, the, the Danios, Danios, the uh-huh. new, whatever. And he goes, is that from Lucille's? And I said, you got five minutes in the corner. Five minutes in the corner. <laughs> he goes, are you saying that's not from Lucille's? And I said, I don't know what the hell Lucille's is, but I put 13 hours into this smoked piece of meat right now. Don't this even. This is from Bailey. This is from Bailey. <laughs> well, that's a compliment. But but he was like, oh, ha, ha, and shit. that's not a comp. That Like, no, I was upset about it. So I said, we're not friends for five minutes. <laughs> anyway, I start to watch everybody eat. Mm-hmm. And they're loving it. Ooh. They're loving it. They're loving it. I don't think they're lying to me either. Probably not. You know, I saw it. It looked delicious. They, they were really good. So anyway, moral stories. It went over well. I think it went over well. And there was none left, and you didn't bring me a piece. That's the thing. I was going to. I was. I was going to take some out, and I was mm-hmm. like, God, if I take some out, is there going to be enough? There wouldn't have been enough. They could have ate salmon. Well, and that's the other thing. People were taking both. You weren't supposed to take both. See what this I'm wasn't saying? surf and turf. Mm-mm. This was you either surf or you turf. You see what I'm saying? So you know they I mean? could have just had the salmon then. Golly. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, but good news for you is I'm doing another one today. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah but bad news won't be ready till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, really bad news in your case, you won't get it until Monday. <laughs> oh, no. 
but we're having some of our friends over Saturday night, and Rach wanted me to. Rach wanted me to. Uh, do a new brisket. So I mean, we could just go crash Saturday night. No, I mean there ain't gonna be any left by. if you wait till Monday. You know? Oh no, there's gonna be plenty left. We can go I, crash. Like we just showed up for brisket. Sorry. Yeah, we're I leaving. Feel, I feel so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> wanted, I should say. Wanted, yeah. wanted. I welcome. Wanted. Anyway, so um, but it did go over well. I, I the only the only problem I had is you know you have all these speakers for the FBI class and they all do a fantastic job and whatnot. I really think that they should have. Let me go up there and explain my brisket. Oh, oh okay. Like before class started. You needed to give everybody the rundown. Good five minutes, okay. just so I could educate. Because oh. that's what the class is all about: educating people. I could have educated people. <laughs> they don't care. I'd obviously <laughs> not. Like I'm the only one that's actually cooked, and all that effort and all that work. It was like a simple. We like thank Jason and Ron and Stephanie for dinner tonight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Stephanie and Ron appreciate you, but Jason, can you come up here and talk about the brisket a little bit? Must be real popular. Oh, he is. So when they said my name, I actually stood up because I thought they were going to oh, bring me up God. to the. No, you no. did not. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, 916 909 0985. You want to start us off? The Big Fat Bribe Song of the Day. That's going to win you $500. We'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hey. Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Bribe. So we got another song for the Big Fat Bribe for you to listen to today. Numerous opportunities to win $500. Guaranteed one with us, the BS, before 10 a.m. The song you will be listening for is Motley Crue and Girls, Girls, Girls. Mm-mm. Have you heard the new version? I have not. Them, them, them. <laughs> nope, haven't heard it. <laughs> I should laugh. <laughing. laughs> you laugh first, it's funny though, I guess. Isn't that the rule, right? Yeah. Uh, so when you hear that song, you're going to be caller 18 to 916 909 0985, and we will give you 500 duckies. $500. All right. It will happen before 10 a.m. All right. Promise you that. Molly Crew and Girls, Girls, Girls. It's the big fat bribe. So, what, Sunday morning, 2 a.m.? Is that when it happens, right? The turning back the clocks, turning back the time, fall, fall backwards. Thank you, Sheriff. At least it's the fall back. Can I? Yeah, not forward. Can, well, okay. Stop. Can can I help everyone out? Please stop saying that you're gaining an hour. You, it feels like it. You don't gain an hour. Of course, because it's only 24 hours in a day, but you still feel like you do. It's a mind thing. People think that they gain. It's like a roulette wheel, you know, where you talk about the odds. The odds are the odds. The, you know, the roulette wheel does not change. There's still so many, what, 36, 38 numbers on there. Sure. That's it. Uh, there's 24 hours in a day. You're not gaining an hour. You don't lose an hour. You're just rotating the day. You're Yes, you're just adjusting your clocks. It's it's stupid that we still do this. I mean, I guess there's a million different theories. You know, it's the farmer's almanac. It's how they used to do it back in the day for crops and so on and so forth. Times have changed. We have not. And we still, not every state, but some states, you know, like us. Uh, most. Most states do it. What is it? Hawaii and Arizona, I think. Yes. Are the they only don't. They don't do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
You know, so it, it's weird that we're not all on the same page with we're not on the same page with most things, but like we can't even be on the same page with time. Right. Isn't that silly? <laughs> I understand like different time zones. I get that part of it. Mm-hmm. But for daylight savings, how can we not be on the same? Like, how can this not be a thing that everybody agrees? Because the majority of Americans thinks changing the clocks twice a year is a waste of time. It is. It's, it's stupid. Now, it's a lot easier now because our clocks change automatically. But if you remember going back in the day day where you had to go through every single thing that had a clock on it mm-hmm. and change it. When I was working at <clears throat> when I was working at the hotel and this last time change we had, they didn't go through any of the rooms and change the time. So every clock in every room in the hotel was wrong. And every day, every morning, somebody would call me yelling and screaming because they were woken up at the wrong time because the clocks were wrong. I'm like, I don't know who's supposed to do that. I guess the maids. Yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like the old Use school al- old school alarm clocks in like a big hotel. <laughs> Great customer service. Well, you would have to, God, I didn't think about well, that. Well, what else am I supposed to tell them? Why are you yelling at me? Use your phone, you would have got up on time. That's, that's, well, should, but that, shouldn't that be part of the, you know this is a thing, so shouldn't that be a part of the check-in process? All I can do is tell the people what they need to know. When, There's nothing else oh. I can do about it. Well, I didn't know the clocks didn't change in the rooms. I'm not in there. I told my manager after they told me, but there's no need to yell at me about it. She's the most angry is the customer service oh, person I have God. ever no, met. No, I'm not. I when just you, tell people the truth. I can't believe Hilton's still in business. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, when she worked there, it was it, it was so bad, it was comical. Like, I would just call her just to listen. And Nikki's phone skills as is aren't all that great. But when she picks you up in her ear and, oh she's, and she doesn't say hello and you have to know that she's not saying hello because she's already in the middle of uh-huh. a conversation right. with... Somebody at the hotel. But I have to pick up so you understand. Like, just give me a second because then you'll be like, I called. I know that. But so I'll pick it up <laughs> so you can hear me talking. Just wait a second. Now it's then your I'll fault. get to you. Oh, no, no, no. I, I got the hint eventually. Yeah. I, I called just to listen to the conversations. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm not beating you up on that. I'm, it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even when I had to talk business, I was like, all right, I know you're talking. Just listen to me. I'm just going to be in your ears. <laughs> We've got this gig opportunity out in California. Like it's a spy movie. All That's right? how he used to do it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you a buzzword. So as you're yelling at this poor woman, oh if you God. confirm what I just said, say pineapple. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't know. What do you want me to do? Get you a pineapple? <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Nikki. <laughs> out. <laughs> Bailey out. <laughs> That's how she was. Uh, It disrupts our sleep, of course. We have to adjust our sleep schedule. It affects our mood and mental health. I don't know about all that. The, uh, I mean, does it really an hour a day? I mean, does it really affect you that much? Not an hour. It does the other way. When you spring forward, when spring forward, I'm wrecked for like a month. Why? I don't. I just can't get past it. I can't get past the shift. I hate it. What what would you rather have? Would you rather would you rather stay on the spring forward time or the fall back time? I would rather them just pick one of them and then never change it again. Yeah, but that this wasn't my question. My question was which one I prefer fall back because it doesn't matter to me. I like the dark. See, I'm I'm the opposite. I I like this I like the light. I like more light in my day. So I like the time schedule we're on now. So, but here's my question. If we left the time and didn't change it, wouldn't it still get dark earlier even if we didn't change the time? Well, it no because the, the the time based off of the time when it gets dark. I mean, it's still going to get dark at the same time, but the time is going to be different. 
You understand what I'm saying? So if you fall back mm-hmm. and sunset is, say, let's, for conversation's sake, say 6.30, okay, and you're falling back and then it's at 5.30, that really doesn't make any sense. So 7.30, 6.30, that's the difference. So if it's normally 7.30, then the time, the, 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 so the sun is still going to rise and set at the same time, whether we go forward or backwards. Well, technically, yes, but I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Because It's because of the angle of the earth you get less sun time. Okay. Do you see? So, like, your adju- the, the adjustment was originally made so that they would it would be easier for farmers to, to farm. Do you know how this works? Like, the earth goes around. I know the, the earth spins around. And the earth is tilted. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Like I've always is, felt like the, it made sense to go forwards and backwards because it does get darker earlier. That's but because you guys you're are a, saying it doesn't. You're a, it does in that you're adjusting for the angle of the earth. All right. So the earth is not straight up and down. <laughs> She's not interested. She's like, just tell me what time. I got to turn my lights on. <laughs> I, can see, I can see it on her. Nikki, it's, a, Nikki, it's like a, a block, like a, a wall. She's just like, all right, you lost me at angle of earth. <laughs> What is space? <laughs> Nelson's trying to like, look, I know the answer to this. Let me explain to you how this works. Now, just just give me a time. Just let me know when I got to be there. Just tell me when I got to be there. <laughs> it's like at an angle. <laughs> tell, me, tell me when I got to turn my porch lights on. <laughs> I'll just rock with that. <laughs> Shoot me a text. Leave out the whole angle earth thing. <laughs> and then it rotates. Not interested. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's what I do. I don't want you to think I don't care. I just don't care. And don't it. think it is falling on deaf ears because at some point in her life, she's going to try to get in on a conversation. <laughs> repeat this. And she's going to try to repeat it. And there's going to be somebody having this conversation. She's going to be like, you know, it's something about, you know, when you rotate your angle. <laughs> what is space? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, you know, the, the time doesn't matter. <laughs> but, like, let's just say, for example, you're doing a sit-up. And you're at an angle. And then you rotate to look to the left. Most likely it's dark. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You probably don't. You don't get it. You don't know science it's like I know It's a catch-2020. <laughs> so don't think it's falling on okay. deaf ears. Like, right. Somehow she, she's absorbing it. Yeah, I mean, I know you, you're, you're very close with Nikki. I've known her a little bit longer. I can explain this to you. She absorbs it uh-huh. in fragments. This is not the way I want it to be absorbed. <laughs> like, it's not the whole pie. It's just little pieces of the pie that are left over. Oh, my God. <laughs> I appreciate it, Nelson. I swear I do. <laughs> so if you can remind me, like, later on in the show, Nelson. Uh-huh. I'll ask her to regurgitate that information, <laughs> and I'll make my point of how she heard it. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of like Wonka Vision, you know, where they transformed Mikey TV, and they, it's all of these little pieces. All right, first round of headlines. I want to tell you what the CDC had to say about vaping and what baseball team is being sued. All right, two big stories from today, including more talk about space and time. <laughs> With Nikki D. <laughs> All right. Coming up here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. 
First round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Please check out their website, goodguysheatingcooling.com, for all of their November promotions. Nikki D. The CDC is reporting a change in the vape. H1. More than 2.5 million middle and high school students used e-cigarettes or vapes last year. That number, according to the CDC. All right, this story is a little bit tricky for me because last year they're saying more students than this year are vaping, but the CDC is reporting that fewer high school students are vaping. So it looks like the middle school numbers are up, but the high school numbers are down. They're saying this year is 10% fewer in high school. It was 14% last year, but in middle school kids, 2.8 million of them are vaping. You want to know why less people? You want to know why less people are vaping? (laughs) <laughs> at least the uh, high school kids, the older kids. Because they took the flavoring out? Well, maybe that might, that, you know, to be honest with you, that might help uh, help the situation. It, it's a very simple process. You know, it's it's the it's the mind F, the propaganda. It's, when I, it, it's the Facebook theory, I like to call it. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched Social Network, what does Mark Zuckerberg say when his partner wants to add uh, commercials and ads to Facebook? He says, it's, it's not, we don't know what it is, it's not cool. Right. All you have to do is make something cool. Now, how you do that, I don't know, because it can be different for different things. Mm-hmm. Once you make something cool, it then becomes trendy. A trend. And then we, because we're all sheep, jump on the trend because we all ex- don't want to experience FOMO, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. missing out. Mm-hmm. And vaping was so popular when it came out, cigarettes were not because Hollywood took the cigarettes out. They weren't making it cool like it used to be. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s even. Mm-hmm. You know, so it became kind of disgusting to see somebody smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarette smokers were alienated. Put them to a certain area. You can't smoke here anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Right? right. So the younger generation looked at that and it's like, that's such an outdated thing. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know what's cool now? Vaping. Is that dude that's in some movies my parents watch walking up and down a beach smoking a vape. You know, that's what's cool. Yeah. Right? Oh, I can get flavors. Oh, it's going to taste good. Different colors. It's going to light up. But you can do tricks with it. Mm -hmm. But now vaping is not cool, as cool as it was, right? So these kids, as they get older, they're like, this isn't cool. I got to find the next thing. And, 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 and we're short attention span because you can't really get addicted to vaping, right? I mean, oh, you can get hooked as nicotine, huh? There there is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But not as much as cigarettes. It depends on, again, it depends on how. What kind of vape you get? So yes, it can have more than cigarettes. But it's the the mental addiction. Yes, it's the the hand addiction, the the, the ritual. Yes, the ritual of it, the, the oral fixation. Well, that's all I do is blow smoke. Well, there's no smoke. It's vape. No smoke comes out a big it, cloud of it. Yeah, it's, but it's vapor. It's vape. It's not. It's yeah, not. But it looks like smoke. Smoke comes from fire. Vape comes from water. Or right. So, like when you were, well, it's from oil in this case. It's oil. Like, yeah, it's like it's essentially a vegetable oil is what you're, you're vaping. Yes, <laughs> that's weird. Uh-huh. But anyway, my point is, is if you make something cool, that's always been my problem with radio. Right, mm-hmm. radio is not as cool as it used to be because streaming services, podcasting, has become a cooler source of uh, a way to get your content. Mm-hmm. Radio needs to find a way to make it cool again. Exactly. The way that radio can do that is rely on the retro <clears throat> of what radio is. You know, the medium of that will always be there for free, in your car, mm-hmm. local, blah, 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 personalities that you know. You, but radio doesn't do that. No. You know, they don't, they don't exploit that there is still coolness in this business. Make something cool, people will do it.
people will buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the Facebook You build theory. it, they will come. You build it, they will come. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the applause. All right, what do you got? <laughs> you enter baseball games at your own risk. H2. Braves player Jorge Soler is being sued after a woman said she was injured when he threw a ball into the crowd. The incident occurred October 29th of 2021. This woman, her husband, and some more people were sitting down in the lower deck at Atlanta's Truist Park, and she was hitting her eye with this baseball. Now, her injuries do look pretty bad when you see them online, but when you go to a baseball game, it's written pretty much into your ticket that you cannot sue them if you're injured, if you get hit by a ball, and the Braves are strongly denying any wrongdoings. They're taking this all the way to court, and they're asking the judge to throw it out. I'd like to ask that woman if she was paying attention. Why? Because she didn't duck? Well, or she didn't put her hand. She didn't catch the ball. I mean, he was obviously throwing it in her direction. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, so, like, the players, if you watch the players when they throw the ball out, or if you've ever been to a ballpark, which I'm sure most of you have, mm-hmm. they do a pretty good job of floating the ball and not, you know, giving you a, a, a line driver. <laughs> right. It's not like he looked at this woman and was like, oh, I can't wait to watch the accuracy that I have. Drill this bitch. You no. know, they, they toss. I mean, they're doing it for the fans. Mm-hmm. And so they, they the players always do a pretty good job of looking, making sure that the people are looking. On target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they kind of get Oh, you mean a guy who can accurately throw a ball from the fence to the pitcher's mound? Yeah. I don't like know. within a size of a, a bucket? It sounds kind of a money grab to me, like you weren't paying attention. And you know, don't take the fun out of some kid getting a ball from a player. Right. That's, you know, that's cool that they do that. This is the same woman that would push a kid out of the way to catch a fly ball. Yeah, she's, she, this, this, what day was this on the 29th? Uh, What'd you say? It says 2021, October 29th. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because a couple years later on Halloween, her and her kids went and stole all that candy from that guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> same woman. Uh, could be. All right. Uh, fantasy football players like myself. I love, I love our chats with Brandon Kravitz. He's going to join us as he does each and every Friday. We'll talk fantasy football, talk, uh, you know, the the DraftKings stuff, maybe a mm-hmm. little betting, this and this and that. It's uh, one of those weeks in the football world where there's a lot of teams on by. You've got changes with the Raiders, which I think is a good thing for Devontae Adams owners like myself. Uh, so we'll talk with Brandon Kravitz here all about that in a minute. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls is the Big Fat Bribe song of the day. You're listening for that for $500. Your first opportunity will happen with us before 10 a.m. Pay attention. Tons of Creed tickets at 9 a.m. You're in about an hour. Ian bag tickets. So lots going on. By the way, with that Motley Crew, Girls, 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 Big Fat Bribe, you're going to be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. Uh, this is a, one of those interesting weeks in the NFL. you got uh, four teams in the fantasy world, four big teams on a bye, <clears throat> so you're kind of scrounging to find players. Uh, we go to our go-to, our buddy Brandon Kravitz, at Brandon Kravitz on the Twitter and the Instagram, Fantasy Bites Podcast at Rotowire. He also Host in the zone weekdays, 3 to 6 Eastern time on 96.9 The Game in Orlando. Brandon, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I think this weekend's going to be phenomenal. Oof. We got a bunch of stinkers yeah. and then a bunch of uh, essentially playoff games. So 
Uh, it's um, uh, pretty extreme in bro- both directions, but the, I am ready for it. Th- this is the type of week with four teams on a bye. Uh, what you've got what Broncos, Lions, Jaguars, and 49ers with the Broncos actually coming on last week, you know, showing out Javante, showing out Sutton, even Russell Wilson to an extent. So this is the week, like if you are a DraftKingser or if you're a seasonal or if you're a sports book better, whatnot, you really have to find the diamond in the rough, right? You needle in the haystack type of uh, week because I can tell you right now, I might not be able to play the only other running back that I have uh, uh, for one of my teams, my big team, and that's Damian Pierce. So even though uh, Singletary's on the wire, I would have to wait to go get him, but then I'm going to have to drop somebody I don't want to drop, and then it just becomes a thing. But you need points, and I don't even like the matchup with them playing in Tampa against the Bucks. So with that being said, uh, quarterbacks, who do you like this week? Yeah, I uh, I I think Dak Prescott's gonna go off. I know that that might not be a popular opinion because typically when he's coming off of a big game at home and then faces a tough opponent on the road, he lays an egg, yada yada. This is all narrative BS. Dak Prescott's balling right now, and uh, Ceedee Lamb is locked in. That Eagles secondary is an issue. I think that this team is still really good. They're one of the best in the NFL, but they have their leaks. And I think Dallas will be able to exploit those. Um, And there's a reason why they went into the trade market and got Kevin Byard from the Titans. They're trying to fix some issues here. Dallas should be able to take advantage, at least in terms of the pass game. And with that game, I'm not a fan of Tony Pollard because uh, the the, the guy... That's what the Eagles do well. They don't defend the pass well, but they are vicious against the run. Right. So, But I do like Brandon Cooks, and he's cheap. You know, yes. so if you're doing a DraftKings or you need to pick up a receiver, I've always been ending like, up on CD Lamb, though. I think he's gone over 100 yards the last two weeks. He is completely <laughs> in the zone right now. Ve- unintended. Vegas has got that at 47. Dallas at plus 140. Philadelphia minus 160. I like that game, too. Of course, a, 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 you know, division game and all that good stuff. There's a lot riding on that game. And it was nice to, you know, I, I despise the Cowboys growing up a Redskins fan. But with that being said, as far as looking for points, looking for cash, that's going to be a good game. One of the highest, as far as Vegas is concerned, one of the highest point totals this week. Don't forget, you know, we and, and remember, if you really want to watch all the games, the NFL once again has ripped you off, and they have a game in Germany, especially for Kansas City Chiefs fans that are missing out on a big home game with uh, the Miami Dolphins, that's going to be a great game. That's, I believe, the highest point total, according to Vegas, this week at 51. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch if you get up it that should, early. Yeah, it should be. Um, I, I think it's interesting. I've been following the travel schedules of these two teams. The Chiefs are getting there today. The Dolphins have been there since Tuesday, and that matters. This, is, this could be a body clock issue for the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know what the thought process is some people that follow this stuff closely say that if you show up two days before you're better off just staying on your own body clock rhythm, which means that instead of going to bed at say nine o'clock at night, you go to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. So the chiefs could be all out of whack here. Never mind the fact that they were already all out of whack last week against the Denver Broncos. This feels like crossing my fingers and I, I am a dolphins fan, but I try not to be a Homer. 
I think this is a spot where Miami should be able to kind of get what they want. Tyree Kill is one of those players that when he wants to turn the switch on, there's really nothing you can do to stop it. He's going up against his former team. Is there anybody in the NFL that wants to put up 200 receiving yards more than Tyree Kill this week? Right. Patrick Mahomes has been, he hasn't been himself. And um, it's, they turned the ball over five times last week. That's a tough issue to correct. And the Dolphins are getting healthy on defense. I think this game goes under the total, and I think Miami wins. And there's something to be said about that time thing you're talking about, Brandon, because you go back to Jacksonville taking out Buffalo in London. Jacksonville was there already from a week prior, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So. And that was a big deal. Buffalo was way off their game. This stuff sounds silly, but it matters. You know, these are these are humans. Think about if you were if if you had some big presentation and you flew to Germany and you've got a day to catch up in terms of your rest, you'd be off. Mm-hmm. You know, the first five minutes it would be a wreck. You'd forget what you're talking about. Yeah. These guys are going out there playing a physical game. Um uh, I, I I don't like uh, I don't like the way the Chiefs are, are shaping up for this one. I mean, talk about the human aspect of it. Look at last week, Taylor Swift not at the game, and look That's what happened. What you know, and I guarantee she ain't taking her ass to Germany. So, uh, well, she is. I believe she's taking the tour worldwide. So it might actually check out. I wouldn't rule that out. Wow, November is when it goes worldwide. <gasps> yes, so. Oh, so maybe she might be in Germany. Could be. You know, that's a problem have, we have all the you time. You know what? Right? The NFL Germany. might be behind right. all of this. Hey, hey. <laughs> we, yeah, they're actually, this is all a big promotion for her upcoming world yeah. tour. That's what it is. All right. By the way, if Swift is there, forget everything I just said about Miami. Right, exactly. Take the, yeah. the Chiefs in the over. So uh, running back, what do we like this week? Yeah, I'm going to go big game hunting uh, uh, here as well. The, I like the Monday night game, the um, the Jets against the San Diego, oh, excuse me, L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Still have to get used to that. Jeez, you'd think you'd be ready by now. But uh, the, the Chargers are better against the run than they were a year ago. They were a leaky faucet last year, but they're not much better. Uh, and you know that the Jets are going to lean on that run game. Brees Hall has been uh, getting it going the last few weeks. So I like him. And the Panthers are the worst team against the run this year. Mm. They go up against two backs. If you're playing daily fantasy, you got money to burn. Jonathan Taylor, you have less money to burn. Zach Moss, they should both be able to go off in this football game. That's what we thought last week against Houston, too. And they did not run the ball. They could not run the ball at all. Uh, against Carolina Joe Mixon showed up too and so did Cincinnati and Joe Burrow so that game Sunday night and Buffalo and Cincinnati uh, that at 49 and a half that's another big game this week with a high uh, total again according to Vegas I like Mixon I've always been a Joe Mixon truther so you know sometimes you just got to get your stride we're about what almost halfway through the season I like Mixon in this game a little bit especially catching balls out of the backfield He's a streaky player. Uh, the Bills' defense—they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, um, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I dislike that Mixon's somebody that I have soured on over the years just because he kind of fades into the background too often for me. But if you like um, historical matchups in terms of just judging how a team is going to do based on how they've done before against similar competition, the Bengals own the Bills. Remember what they did to this team last year in the yeah. playoffs? And this was the Bills riding an emotional high. DeMar Hamlin sitting up in the box. And the but the Bengals didn't care. Yeah. They were all over this team from the get-go. Even if you go back to that game where uh, prior, um, it, it was late in the season, that was that tragic incident when DeMar Hamlin had to be rushed away in the, uh, in the ambulance. The Bengals were running up and down the field on the Buffalo Bills. We forget that because... 
Uh, of course, our memories go back to what happened with DeMar Hamlin almost losing his life. But if you're just talking about the football side, the Bengals were going to run away with that game too. And then they did in the playoffs. So you, you got to like, I like all Bengals in this game because I just think that they kind of have the Bills figured out. So mm-hmm. if you want to go Burrow, Jamar Chase, obviously, um, Tyler Boyd could be a sneaky play as well. And like you said, Joe Mixon. Man, receiver, uh, outside of the obvious, like the chase uh, that you yeah. just mentioned, who do you like? Okay, well, if we're going um, if, if we're going in the bargain bin, I like Jackson Smith and Jigba of the Seattle Seahawks. The Ravens do have a tough defense, but you can't defend everybody. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are still guys that you need to pay attention to. Smith and Jigba has been finding his stride, and we've seen this over the years with rookie wide receivers. When they get going, um, you know, they can be a little bit streaky too. two touchdowns over the the last two weeks. So I'm trying to ride that wave. And then I like the upside of Rashid Shahid yeah. with the New Orleans Saints. This guy caught three passes and finished with 153 receiving yards last week. Now he might give you six, but he also might win you a week. Yeah. And in a week where you're dealing with a lot of bye weeks and there's a lot of good players missing uh, and, and they have a really good matchup going up against the Bears defense. that's not very good. Uh, I'm going back to the well, even though he's a disappointment last week. Rice with Kansas City. That's, again, that high-scoring game. Uh, I, I hope that he, he was in Germany early. And also, just because of everything that's happened with the Las Vegas Raiders and the fa- uh, firing of Josh McDaniels, so on and so forth, I, and they're playing the Giants at home. Uh, Devontae Adams, 20 targets, 15 catches, <laughs> 180 yards. So it, it, I, I think I think Pierce is That's just a great gonna, call. He's just going to say, "Dude, give him the ball." The poor, like he lost me my game last week. He had two open touchdowns. Jimmy Garoppolo was the worst. I don't say he's forever and ever. Last week was the worst quarterback showing I think I've ever seen watching football. That was horrible. Cost me my game. Very upset with you, Jimmy G. Uh, so you know it's bad when the owner steps in and goes, "Get this garbage off of my field, please." Right? Yeah. When the players are able to have a meeting and pretty much say, "Hey, guys, you're done," and they actually do it, that that's that's pretty bad, right? That's real yeah. bad. That's uh, a, this is you're, you're right on Devonte Adams. That is the squeakiest wheel game. We got to find a way to fit him in there. And uh, quickly, tight ends. Yeah, this is a good bargain play, too. Danny Bellinger of the New York Giants. I'll go back to that same game. Yeah, the Raiders might be motivated. They just fired their coach. There's never a more motivated team in the NFL than the one that's playing with the interim coach for the first week. However, this is still a team that lacks a lot of talent on defense. And uh, when we know that Brian Dayball likes to dial things up for his tight end, Darren Waller is set to miss this game for sure. He's probably set to miss the next couple of weeks. And Danny Bellinger is a guy that they got creative with last year when he was on their f- the field as their primary tight end. So he's somebody that I'm targeting. You can pick up off the waiver wire. Uh, and then if you want to ride the hot hand with Trey McBride of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, he looked really good last week. I'm telling you, this is the week. A lot of, lot of step-in quarterbacks. The step-in quarterback bowl, Minnesota at Atlanta, low scoring, 37s what Vegas has got it at. Taylor Heineke, I'm a fan. Kyle Pitts all day, especially with no Drake London. I like that. You like I that? I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. The Minnesota defense has been good, though. That's the one. That's my one area of concern, but they're giving you can up. still have a low-scoring game where uh, where Kyle Pitts ends up with. I don't want to shoot too far in the sky here because he, he'll, he'll let you down, but if he has seven catches for 77 yards, I would be happy. If they didn't trade for it. So I, I said this. I tweeted this. I was like, 
Vegas needs to get Riverboat Ron Rivera, because it makes sense, gambling name, right? They need That's to get good. him from Washington. Yeah. Uh, Eric Bieniemy take over for or the commanders. Eric Bieniemy take over for, for the commanders. Kirk Cousins to Vegas. Have Vegas get a draft pick. Let them learn a year under Kirk Cousins. If Minnesota did not get a quarterback, did not trade for the trade deadline, they're giving up. No, Justin Jefferson, they're just done. You know, the only I don't think that this t- they, that organ- so there's some organizations in sports that don't know how to quit when they should, and the Vikings are one of them. I think they care too much about. They've got a great fan base up there, and they're nice people in Minnesota. You know, historically, this is they're just some of the nicest people in the country. You don't want to upset them. <laughs> you don't want to make happy. You don't want to make happy people that are nice sad. Sad, <laughs> and that's what Minnesota struggles with. That's why they traded for Josh Dobbs. They should just be playing this kid, Jaron Hall. Yeah. Lose all your games. This and, is the best quarterback draft we've had in years. And when I said Why tra- are you trying to win? They're going to make the playoffs. And when I said trade, I'm talking about trade for a, a good quarter, like somebody that could Dobbs make a can difference. can get it done, though. I thought ja- I thought they were going to get Jameis Winston. I really did. I thought that was the play. Why is that better? <laughs> shade. FSU, you know, it's just a better school. <laughs> Maybe. I don't 10 know. 10 years ago. Uh <laughs> A lot at, has changed. At I used to be able to. I used to be able to bend over without it hurting ten years ago. Yeah, I've been away from Florida for a few years, so maybe I haven't been keeping up on my Florida schools. At Brandon Kravitz on Twitter and uh, Instagram, check out the Fantasy Bites podcast at RotoWire. Brandon, as always, thanks so much for your time. I love your Better's Edge hat. Uh, I wear mine around the house, usually just with underwear on. My wife loves me in that hat, so thank you very much. Great. And, it's a great uh, visual. It's, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome, Better's Edge. T- t- take, that, <laughs> take that to the games on Sunday. All right. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Take care. Bye, guys. All right. See ya. See ya, see ya, see ya, see ya. I could do that all day. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong most of the time, but it's fun to sound like you're right. I just like listening to him. I know. He's got a great voice. Uh-huh. Good cadence. Yes. Stefania? Is that her name? Yeah. Stefania, she called in the other day. She wanted. To, what were we talking about? Like drugs or psych wards? No, or we were talking about the stabbings that took place recently. That's right. She works at a psych ward. She does. That's cool. I've never. I don't think I've ever spoken to somebody who works at a psych ward. So we'll talk with Stefania here in just a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D and there's Nelson Kyle on the other side of the glass. And uh, you've got to have to remind me here because this is a headline story. Yes. About the lone stabber. He stabbed those three people and the lady died. One of the three people that he stabbed died. But he just had been released from a mental health facility, right? Correct. After getting out of prison. And Stefania, you are what a psych nurse at San Quentin, correct? I sure am. All right. And you heard this story and you wanted to say what about it? Uh, there's so much actually. Um, but yeah, you guys are, you know, great that you brought it up to attention. There's just so much going on with this. Um, it happens so much more than we even realize. Um, and you know what, like 10 years ago or so, we all voted to decriminalize a whole bunch of Sorry. Uh, Can't Um, get nurses. Don't cuss. You nurses don't cuss (laughs) all the time. Um, (laughs) Uh, we, we voted to decriminalize a whole bunch of stuff. And what people didn't understand is that applies to the psychiatric population as well as the standard three strike guys or drug guys or anything else. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so uh, just in the next 10 years or so, about 80% of just my psychiatric population is going to be bounced out on the street. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That's not a good um, thing, huh? Not at all. Cause that's what a lot of people were saying in this case is that, 
he's a repeat offender. And instead of keeping exactly. him locked up, like I was telling you, is what you should do when you know they have these type of psychiatric issues. They let him right back out on the streets, and then he goes out and kills a woman. So there's like th- there's not much you can do, right, Stefania, as far as, you know, like they serve their time and they do their treatment and they could phony baloney the whole situation and get back out on the streets and then commit another crime and then cry, well, it's because I'm not right upstairs. I'm not going to go serve hard time. I'm going to go to whatever facility I need to go to because I'm crazy and then just keep doing it and doing it and doing it, right? Well, yes and no. So those are more the guys that are kind of are playing the system a little um, that end up like that. But so they are required to go to, to programs afterwards. And that's the other half of the big problem that we have going on right now is the programs that we do have, the halfway houses, the treatment facilities. They're so inundated with all these guys that are getting out that are stuck on program because they haven't gotten any better, but they don't belong back in prison. They're just, you know, status quo on on whatever psych uh, care they need. So the new guys coming out don't have anywhere to go. So they're the ones that are getting bumped that really do need it, that are interested in getting the health care that really need it, that, you know, are getting bounced out of these halfway houses or not followed properly, which is the other big problem. They don't get, they don't get tracked. You know, they're not required to take their medication. They're supposed to just check in. So we need a whole lot more work before this is ever going to work because it's just not, it's not safe for anybody. And this guy, when your story, Nikki, weren't they trying to keep him in? No, they weren't. They released him. He did his time. They let him out. There were people who had called the police prior to his stabbings to report yeah. his erratic behavior because he was just out in the parks and people could see that he was shady and he was up to something. But the police said he had not committed a crime, so there was nothing they could do about it. They couldn't arrest him. And what part of being t- out there? What part of town was this? This was in Lone. This is like a yeah. maybe an hour from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You, you're familiar, obviously. You see stories like this, Stefani, and you're like, I told you, told you so a million times over, right? Yeah, makes you curse, makes you want to say cuss words. <laughs> definitely, definitely, and it sucks because you know I I lost I've lost friends over what I do as a profession because they don't feel that this is the population that needs my help. Um, but on the flip side, I think it's exactly the population that needs help. Um, well, what do you mean by that? You lost friends because of what? Because they don't believe I should be helping these people. Well, they just think that these people should just be locked up, thrown away, throw away the key, that kind of thing. Pretty much. I should be outside helping their families with my medical care instead of these people inside. So so tell us a, tell us a, a positive story of somebody that came in all about being screwed up. And because of you, Stefania, and your team, you were able to help them. Do you have one? So, oh, yeah, I got a few, actually. I actually, a couple of my guys have paroled um, over the last couple of years. And I happened to see one out at, at uh a doctor's office, I was getting my yearly drug test, you know, make sure I'm still good to go to work. Um, and I happened to see him in the doctor's office, and he's sitting there, and he came up to me, and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, oh, oh man, all right, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> and uh, he's like, just so you know, I'm here. I'm here because I'm starting my medication again. I'm here to do this. I'm here to do that. I'm, I'm going to do this right. I don't, I don't want to go back there. I need to be okay. So there are, there's as many as there are of these horror stories, there's just as many guys in there that, um, you know, really are going through the steps. It's a lot. I mean, we're just now talking about mental health care as, as a staple of, of, of anything in society. So getting these guys comfortable with just talking to someone, you know, about what's going on in their head, because there's a 
a lot of crap that goes on in these guys' heads. There you, you know? go. Almost going to cuss <laughs> again. Almost. You almost got you. <laughs> so, but, th- but, but this is, you know, like when most people talk about mental health care, you know, you talk about it on, a, I would say, a lower tier, right? As far as yeah. it's, you know, you're sad, you're depressed, it's your job, yeah. it's your relationship. And, and I'm not discounting that by no stretch. But what you're saying, I mean, this is a whole nother level. This is hearing voices. Yeah. This is oh, yeah. abuse probably when you were a kid. This is oh, yeah. this is the worst that it could possibly get. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. You know, it's the same, but different. So do you yeah. do they ever take your recommendation as a nurse when deciding whether or not it's time for them to be released or get out? Or does it only matter if they, you know, commit another crime that their time is extended? Um, it, well, it depends because things that they do on the inside count as crimes also. Right. So, um, you know, breaking property, all that stuff, that all adds time. So depending on what their behavior is like in prison depends on when they get out. You know what I was reminded of uh, just the other day? So my brother and I are speaking again, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. And we're talking through Facebook and whatnot. He reminded me that I had a family member that was in a psych ward. And as a kid, we would go and visit him. Oh. And uh, he told me the story. And I don't remember this because he's older than I am, but... Um, my, it, it was, I think my grandmother's brother and he lived his entire life in this place and we would occasionally just go and visit mm-hmm. and she, my grandmother would give my brother like 39 cents to go get a pack of Paul malls mm-hmm. and we would sit there with him in this room. I remember sitting in the room and we would sit there in the room and he would smoke these Paul malls. He would smoke each cigarette because remember Paul malls, no, no filter. He would smoke them that they would go down and burn his fingertips Jeez. And we'd have to say, hey, dude, you know, you're burning your fingers. He wouldn't even realize it. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I didn't, I, until, I, it, I think it might have been this conversation, not the one, obviously, with Stefania. That but made him remind that, you of Yeah, it? my brother goes, you remember going to see? And I was like, yeah, I do remember going to see. And then I got his version of it. Okay. So, I got a little bit in my family, so I could be seeing you soon, yeah, Stefania. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll cuss together. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, have a good weekend. We appreciate everything you do. That was good information, good stories. I will, thanks. You All guys right. keep it going. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Watch your mouth. Don't <laughs> Don't be cussing. Potty mouth. Yeah. Cussing at the patients. This is going to drive them crazy. Sometimes you got to do it, I guess. Well, they're cussing, so it's fine. Everybody could. You don't know cussing. just because you, you're not right doesn't mean you cuss. Oh, they cuss. Actually, that's not true. Nelson cusses all the time. I'm he definitely does. not right. And he's not right. We got a lot of bleeps we had to do for his Halloween video. You should have got her number. That's who, that's who you need to date. You need to oh. date a Stefania. She cusses and she can deal with what's going on. Uh huh. Right? Yeah, I but. Think she said she had a husband, though, didn't she? I tell you, no, people mean, cheat all the time. Oh, yeah. wow. Goodness. The big thing on dating apps now is uh, E-N-M. What's that? Ethical non-monogamy. What does that mean? It just means you get to sleep with other people. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but you know what? I promise you, I've not seen on those profiles, I've not seen one person that didn't look like they were in my league. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's no, top-tier people aren't in E-N-M. I don't know if it's real or not, but there's a, a post that's that's going around the internet of, Somebody, because, you know, we're talking with Brandon Kravitz, you know, fantasy football. But if you don't play it, I guess, that's fine. But it is a big deal. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, right? And when you lose, you don't like it. And there's a lot of things that leagues will do when you lose. Like I saw a guy's bumper sticker the other day. I thought it was awesome. It said, or it might have been a woman. I don't know. Um, it says, I suck at fantasy football. I'm assuming they <laughs> lost the year before. Oh, okay. And they had to put that around their license plate mm-hmm. this year. So anyway, I saw a post and somebody was like, I'll trade you 
for McCaffrey, which, you know, CMC is uh, the number one running back in mm-hmm. the National Football League and, and in fantasy football with the 49ers, of course, he goes, I'll trade you like a, a lower tier running back and you get to sleep with my wife once for Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I don't know if it was real or not, but I'm sitting there going, I bet you somebody would do that. Depends actually. on the league. Right, exactly. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who's taking over late nights and how you could get paid from Oreo. All right, two big stories from today. Pay attention. Get learned here with your second round of headlines here next. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Second round of headlines. Thanks so much. Good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Nikki D. Late night has a new lady in town. H3. Taylor Tomlinson. One of my favorite comedians. Taylor, why why are Taylor, why are you and my audience interrupting me while I'm in the middle of looking for a new host? Well, you just said if if anyone had any ideas. So Oh, please. Do you, do you know of anyone? Yeah, I was just thinking, um, I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) The stand-up comic, Taylor Tomlin, she's only 29 years old. She's going to be taking over the time slot that comes on after the late show with Stephen Colbert. And that was him there announcing that she's going to be taking on this new show. It's called After Midnight. And it's based on that uh, show that used to be with Chris Hardwick on Comedy Central in 2013. Yeah, did they fire him? I like Chris Hardwick. They said it was yeah, canceled what? after yeah. being on only for four years. That's a t- that's a that's a tough slot, man. I mean, yeah. I'm not familiar with her. I looked up some of her she's stuff last really night. Really funny. She's, she's one of my favorite comedians. She's, out right now. Yeah, she's really funny, really personable, very likable. Yes. Um, I always wondered, like, why why does why do late night television networks always want to hire comedians? You know, I mean, comedians. Those comedians are good orators. <clears throat> they you know what? what? I mean, like they're good speakers. They're good, like they can stand literally in front of a crowd and talk to people. Like that doesn't necessarily always translate to um, interview skills. Yeah, but they're usually it, really bad. Like Fallon's, and I like Jimmy Fallon, but he's horrible. Yeah, you know, he's not a good interviewer. What Fallon does best is he like adopted a lot of what radio did, and so he plays game. That's why he plays games. With games him. and the bits mm-hmm. and, and yeah. all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. he's not a strong interviewer. Is there, uh, can you think of, I mean, there has not been many late night women hosts. Joan Rivers. Right, Joan did. Tried it and failed miserably. Her, like the ability to come back on The Tonight Show. Johnny Carson turned his back on her. Because of right, because he thought, looked at his stupid. competition. Well, that was a different day and age. I don't think there's been another woman that's done late night, has it? Uh, Lily Singh, she replaced Carson Daly. Okay. That's like late, late, late night, isn't it? I thought he was on even after, like. Well, that was, I think, about the tame, same time slot. Yeah, it was the late, late slot on NBC. Yeah, that it was, was just that one. I See, I mm-hmm. thought I thought he came on at 1 a.m., not at midnight. No, they, I don't know why they even put shows on that late. I mean, nobody, who's watching? I mean, nobody, it's not must-see TV at 1 a.m. No. You know, I mean, who's. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, Corden did well because he turned it into the next day must-see clips. Yes, he he worked the internet. Yes, he worked the internet. And that's what you're gonna have to do to be. Successful. And he did a lot of bits too. Yep. You know, a lot of games, a lot of bits, those things. And it's always interesting to see the guests that they get. So if you've got a network and you have the primary, like uh, Kimmel or somebody, they'll get the A-list guest. And then as they water down the shows, they have another show after them. And then you know, it's maybe like a B minus, a you know, C plus mm-hmm. this type of guy or their buddy that comes on. And then you get to the late late night. It's like doing nighttime radio. 
<laughs> you know, then you get to late and you're just trying to find anybody. <laughs> Do you want to come on TV? Yeah, you're like the guy at the deli down the street. You're coming on. You're trying to make characters. You know, and Letterman was very good at that of making characters. Mm-hmm. You know, he made a character with the deli down the, you know, yes. down the downstairs and whatnot. His his mother. Well, know. there's another guy who came from radio. Like but that's so, why I'm saying I'm, yeah. I'm a Letterman truther. I, yes. Like, Coming from the broadcast here, yeah, that's what he was. Yeah, but who could you pull from radio? Duran, maybe, to do an. Uh, uh, yeah, Elvis Duran would be great. Yeah, yeah that would be perfect. Give up a gig where he's on a thousand radio. No, stations. he's not. <laughs> that's that's you would like, have to get a guy who's syndicated already. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to pull up. Unfortunately, they're not looking to a guy like you who's been on in major markets and could easily slide into those those slots. I don't know. If I I could I couldn't do that. That late night television is tough. That You're model, too sleepy. That model. <laughs> What, <laughs> well, you know, like, you know they don't do it live, right? No, they don't. I thought it was live. <laughs> well, that is nap time, though. It's bothering the middle of your nap. It is nap time, but I wouldn't have to worry about getting up at three thirty. They usually shoot. I know Letterman's schedule because I went and saw a taping. Letterman's schedule was Monday through Thursday. They would record two, I think, on Thursday, and they would do it at two o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, and then he was then he had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So he could go off into well, the huh? Well, then why is it hard for them to find guests if they're shooting it at two o'clock in the afternoon? Because you got to be in New York. You got to have time to come yeah, into the studio. Yeah, I mean, it's where you're doing it. At. I mean, have you ever seen a television show shot? It's not. No, I've never been it, to one. Yeah, it's just it doesn't flow. I mean, there's a lot of hiccups. So it's like, all right, everybody, we're gonna go. Here we go, count it down. And the thing with, uh, and I'm sure all the show, and I went to Conan too when okay. I, I saw uh, Conan him do. He re- record his show. They'll take pretty people out of the line and put you in better seats. Mm-hmm. So the camera's panning on you. So my first wife and I, when we went, they grabbed us. Oh. And we were kind of deep in the line, and they were like, hey, would you like to move up to the front? And we're like, yeah, sure. I was like, told you I know people in the business. <laughs> and it wasn't because of me. It was because of her. You know, <laughs> I found out later, that's what they do. They take the pretty people and they move you up front. All right, second story. Would you put your Christmas decorations up early if someone paid you big bucks? H4. Holiday sales begin. We're wondering, is it too early to start decorating for the holidays? No. It is definitely not too early. And Oreo has announced that they're going to give out $100,000 in prizes to 100 festive fans. All you have to do is go ahead and put your Christmas decorations up right now, and they'll give out $1,000 to whom they deem the winner. You just have to go online to Instagram or X between November the 1st and the 17th. You have to hashtag Holiday Oreo Allowance and Hashtag Oreo sweepstakes, and this is open to all 50 states. It doesn't matter what state you're in, you could win. How much? hundred grand? $1,000 per person. It's no. going to be 100000 total, but they'll give no. you $1,000. No. They'll give you a welcome kit, a yard sign, and free Oreo cookies. I'm sure they're going to give I'd you do it. I'm sure they're going to give you a yard sign. Yeah. You know? Right. They need the advertising. Right. I, th- I thought you said 100000 1000 bucks ain't worth it. Who is $1,000 putting... ain't worth it? For free? Not to go. I gotta get all that stuff out of my garage. Not oh, right now. Please. I don't have time. Yeah, but the people that are doing that aren't they starting that this weekend anyway? Like, yeah, probably. You know what? The house that we got. I was talking to my neighbors about this the other day. They're like, well, I don't think the people that owned it before did did you know put up decorations because I don't think they're there for that long. But it's already like equipped. It's got the hooks. That's nice. Underneath the the little mm-hmm. things. That's like, half the battle getting them damn hooks. Right. Exactly. I'm like, this is great. Just gotta string the things, and then find somebody that's willing to get up on the on the second floor. <laughs> right, because that's not that's not my jam. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> uh, our buddy Ian Bag will be in town at the Punchline, Sacramento. These tickets are for his November 10th show. If you are looking for 
the best crowd-working comedian out there right now. It is this guy, Ian Bag. I got two tickets up for grabs. This is all courtesy of Live Nation. If you want in, we're going to do a round of Game of Tones, Friday edition. Everybody likes Game of Tones. Mm-hmm. You can pick either me, Nikki D, or Kyle to be your player. I think Kyle won last week. He did. He stole a Tony so Tone close. tone away from. So Kyle's did. going for a Tony Jeez. Tone. Aaron. What's the What's the theme this week? Oh, time. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. Oh, I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the first five answers. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> go. You think, baby? All right, need some players. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Me, Nikki D, Kyle. Start lining up. First come, first serve. We'll do Game of Tones here next. Same. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, oh, oh. I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Tones. Were you just Googling stuff with time? No. Oh. <laughs> right. What do I have to... I have to cheat for Game of Tones? Really? Get yeah. You're really. not a good cheater if you do. Right. <laughs> You're crazy. a really bad cheater. So the, what championship the, have I won that I'm cheating for Game of Tones? Showing the angel fire. All, <laughs> all, all the wrong information. Uh, it's the BS. Thanks for listening. My name's Jason Bailey. There's uh, Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle in the room here. Going for a Tony Tone for this week's Game of Tones. Ian Bag. Uh, these passes to see him November 10th at the Punchline Sacramento 945 show, which I think most of us will be out there at that show, so we'll look forward to meeting you. Courtesy of Live Nation, punchlinesack.com. Up for grabs. Nelson will play some noises, sounds, tones, if you will. We just have to guess what the sounds, tones, noises are. Morgan and Lyndon, uh, who would you like to play for you? Hi, uh, I was thinking Nikki D. Let's go, Morgan. I was thinking Nikki D. All right. Mm, mm, mm. Morgan, you hang on, please. Thank you very much. You got Ryan in Sacramento. Who you want, Ryan? Bailey. Got a boy. Got a boy. It's my boy, Ryan. Classic. It's my boy. Classic. Daniel, Sacramento, you're getting Kyle. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh Morgan and I connected over the town of Linden, California. I was like, I love Linden. Spent a little time there. Great spot for breakfast burritos, and she's like, "I'll be on Team Nikki D." You think there? You think there'd be more excitement for a guy that won last week, right? You know, when Morgan called, she was all in on Nikki D. Girl power, girl power. Ryan was Mm, just mm, beyond the moon mm. with me, and I was like, "I'll take Ryan, Kyle guy." I was like, "I was like, do you want to be on my team or on Bailey?" He's like, "Bailey." (laughs) <laughs> All right. Wow, yeah. You, got like, it, dog. you can see that a little slower. <laughs> He's very angry. Very, you can think about it. <laughs> very, very angry Kyle today. All right. The category is time because of uh, daylight savings, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Saving. Saving. No S. Well, we do Ooh. S's, right? Nikki? Well, I do S's yeah. for sure. Nikki saving. told me to say an S. Is there oh, no. <laughs> you think Are we just ass. saving? Yeah. Yeah, daylight saving time. Oh. Saving time. We're saving time. Yeah. With savings mm-hmm. and loan. Mm-hmm. You're time. saving daylight. Yeah, gotcha. The earth anyway, rotating. 2 a.m. on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, fall back. That's what you do. All right. Uh, noises, uh, Nikki. Faith. And Kyle. Mm-hmm. And I've got a woo. All right, here we go. All right. And this is your first tone. Hey. That would be <laughs> Bailey. Bailey. Come on. Uh, that was not fair. That is, would, who would you say was first? Me. Oh, you were not in the running. It was between him and wow, Kyle. Wow, so you're not even hearing me. Excuse oh, me. Wow. Crazy. Excuse me. That was an alarm clock. And that would be 
Absolutely. Oh, it's going to be a long game. <laughs> it's going to be a long game, she says. How about then this tone for two points? Suddenly. Boo! Bailey? That is Peter Paul Mary. And that is incorrect. Hey. Nickety? Is that the Beatles? And that would be the Beatles? Could you tell me the to- the name of the song? Time Fine. got away from me. That'd be incorrect. Anybody can get in? Anybody's game? Nikki D? Out of time. No. Five? Go ahead. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday. The oh, not, most most no. covered like song biggest, ever. Like the biggest Beatles song of all time. Damn, yes. I knew that. Kyle, did you know it though? I'm out on the Beatles. So. Kind of. I'm out on the Beatles. <laughs> okay. Overrated. I didn't even, I didn't even hear the first part of it. Overrated. Come I on. I don't know why I said Peter <laughs> Paul Mary. I didn't even hear the first part yeah, of the why clip. Why did you say Peter Paul and Mary? I, I'm waiting for a specific song, and I thought that was going to be I'm it. I'm happy I knew it was the Beatles. <laughs> Good. How about this tone? Meh. That'd be Kyle. Jeopardy. That would be correct. Oh. Uh, sorry, um, what is Jeopardy? <laughs> Jeopardy theme song, really. Yeah, mm. actually, final Jeopardy, if you really wanted to get that into it. And I do, so take okay. that point away. <laughs> <laughs> How about then this tone? I'm a friend of Sierra Connor. Boom! Dave! Dang. That would be Bailey. That is the Terminator. That is correct. <gasps> I'm a friend of Sarah Connor. I know How? Sarah. How about... This tone for two points. Boo! And that's Kyle. That is American Pie. Bye. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Woo. Four. I got gotcha. you. I, I can't. I'm Woo. not going to. Go ahead. Don McLean. Yeah, and that would Don be correct. Ma- oh, no. Meh. Kyle. Don McLean. Mm. He said McLean. I said McLean. Isn't it McLean? McLean. That's what he's saying. Y'all are saying the same thing. M- you said McLean. He said it fast. No, John McLean and Don McLean. <laughs> Meh, die hard. <laughs> oh my God. That would be correct. No I point. Said but I, you, I gave you the point. Jeez. Split points on that one. Salty about the split point. How about then this tone? I'm sorry. What was that again? I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. I don't think. Meh. Kyle. Groundhog Day. That'd be correct. Oh, oh my goodness. Man stuck in a time loop. Groundhog Day. That was good. Uh-huh. Good. Good looking out over there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying Never that. seen the movie. Ooh, never. That's for another day. <laughs> How about this, Tom? Boom! Faith. Bailey. Clock ticking. And that would be a ticking clock, yes. Or, I'm dyslexic. Let's score. You have four. I have one. Kyle has three. All right. How about this, Tom? This song is from the future. Boom! Bailey. Uh, a hot tub time machine. And that would be correct. You almost got me on a different oh, movie. Craig Robinson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse's game. Right. How about this tone for two points? Thank you. That'd be Nikki D. That is Green Day. And that would be incorrect. Me. Kyle. Closing time. Bye. I got you. Woo. Four. Woo. Three. Woo. The Offspring. And no. that'd be incorrect. Bailey. Semisonic. And that would be uh, another semi-sonic. split point. I couldn't, I couldn't buzz in because everything's Green Day. That makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. Everything is, in fact, Green Day. How about 
this tone. Greetings, my excellent friends. Whoa! Bailey. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And that would be a most excellent answer. Yes. I thought I cut off more of the time, the time machine coming into the frame that was there. A lot. <laughs> I was so you got closer. to Carlin. I was yeah. like, well, I don't know where you're at. <laughs> I, was, I was closer to Carlin when I saved that clip. How about this tone? Whoa. Faith. Bailey? It's a damn ticking clock again. Mm-mm. Faith. Is that final answer for ticking clock? Unfortunately. <laughs> Are you going to call oh, out again? It's got Nicky D. You got to call a out. Bomb. And that would be correct. Time, Time bomb. bomb, yes. Oh, nice. I said Fave. But you said Fave while he was still in his five seconds. Oh, my You cannot gosh. just like Jeff and Rose. That's, always been, That's and... always been the rule. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you, you Kyle. Just go. Wow. And you still got the point. How about then this tone? Describe these places where people might Meh. take. Kyle. Five. Four. Three. Two. $100,000 pyramid. And wow. At the last second, how did you pull that out of your ass? Because I was going, I couldn't remember if it was 50 or yeah, And I would not so, have given it to you no, if you I didn't know, say 100 so, yeah. I knew that's what you were thinking. You're like, is it 64000 I almost said million. I'm like, no, that's not right. No, and then I went no, 10000 no. That's too low. All right. How about then? This tone, two points on the board. I don't know why I did Faith. Whoa. Nikki D. That's Cher. And? Shoot, we just played this song. Five. Whoa. Turn back the hands of time. You did not buzz in again. You were buzzing in during her time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, now it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it works for me. Cock it's going to work for you. If I could turn back time. And that would be a split point. If I could turn back time. But it's parentheses. Is that to be? Is that? Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Hold on, there's parentheses. I will have to take that point away from you if I'm incorrect on that. Well, it'd be like what's the parentheses? Turn back. Because that's what you said earlier. I'm pretty sure there's parentheses. I do not have parentheses on the official lit. Here's. I thought it was believe I uh, turn back time. If I could turn back time. This is the official video. Do you believe Here, if I could turn back. Life after life. Oh, maybe I'm thinking You're of just combining share songs. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, it's my favorite Are you messing with me? Compilation. Do you Come believe on, in turning back. the hands back of time? <laughs> so that is a split. That is a split. Yeah, I'll take it. They Thanks. got it. Go ahead. How about this tone? Whoa. Bailey. That's Superman. Because in the first movie, he. Turns back time. Turns back time. Wow, to wow, that's a oh, great pull by you. Turns back time. This tone, man, this one's going to net you two points. Hey, Nikki D. Green Day. And? (laughs) Uh, Time of your life. And that would be incorrect. Bailey? Good riddance, time of your life. And that would be incorrect. Kyle? Good riddance. Whoa. That would be incorrect. Bailey? Time of your life, good riddance. In parenthesis. Yes. So I will give it to you because you reordered it there. Thank you. That will give you that point. You're the oh, one who was a stickler man. about the damn parenthesis. That's a great point. Okay. You wanted a stickler on the parenthesis. And I got one. All right. We got uh, <laughs> about 60 seconds left with the score. Oh, you have nine. I have four. Kyle has six. All right. Go ahead. How about this tone then? I'm going to marry you someday, Lorraine. Whoa. Bailey. Back to the future. That'd be incorrect. You always did have a way with women. Get the hell out of my car, old man. You Get in at any time. Girl, Whoa. Bailey. Really? Back to the Future 2? And that would be absolutely correct. Jesus. <laughs> and that would be absolutely <laughs> correct. 
I was like, is it raining day? <laughs> How about this tone? Whoa, Say- and that means Bailey. Bailey by oh a, my a hair. That is a cuckoo clock. And that would be correct. I cannot win like this. What? <laughs> cuckoo. <laughs> you know what, Nikki? Oh, I bet you could win this game if you had more. Time. <laughs> Absolutely. And he could hear me. Give her a point for that. That's no. I will give her a point. <laughs> yeah. right. What's the score? Can anybody get back if I give two points in? Nope. Nope. Bailey has one. Okay, so just do this one fun because I'm waiting for, I've been waiting for one song and you haven't done it yet. You don't have it. You don't have Michael Jackson. No, it's not what I'm looking for. No. No. Whoa. Bailey. It doesn't matter. I'm waiting for Hootie. Oh, yep. You know what? I did not pull Hootie. Literally, the song is called Time. Nope. Michael Jackson's song is called Remember the Time. I only want to be with you. Not that one. Nope. Time. I thought. You were listening to news. And? Time, parentheses, I only want to be with it's you. back in time, you dummy. <laughs> and it's not your ridiculous. Back in time. <laughs> that was the follow-up to. Damn, I didn't to, think of Hootie. That was the follow-up to. The power, the, mm. the power of love. power of love. McFly ain't got well, score, nothing Score, 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 score. You have 11. Oh, name everybody else. Okay, you have 11. I have four. Kyle has... Seven. You six. won. I got six. I mean, six. Ryan, sounds like Kyle, but it's not. <laughs> In Sacramento, you win. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. That's why you you know you know what's going on. Anyway, you got tickets for Ian Bag, November tenth. Punchline Sacramento. You, Kyle, you don't have to leave that fast. You know, leave angry and disgruntled. Well, he's got to get his information. I understand that, but he just gets up and leaves. He's angry. He's mad. He's out of here. All right, for everybody else, punchlinesack.com, courtesy of Live Nation. Brother, we appreciate you listening. You hang on, okay? Awesome. Awesome. All right, we got to clear these lines because you never know. Oh. When the big fat bribe is happening, it's juicy. It's got rolls. It's getting fat up in here. It's greasy. It's got potato chips between. Uh, and your song you're listening for is Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. So many of them. Or the new version, Motley Crue, Them, Them, Thems. I'm not and- laughing the second time. Be caller 18 when that plays, 916-909-0985, and we'll give you $500 going into a weekend when it plays. It's going to happen before 10 a.m., but just when it plays. Keep that in mind. All right, give us a minute. Hang on. Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Drive. Got all these greedy phone callers. (laughs) Greedy. (laughs) Greedy. (laughs) Loyal listener. 98 Rockets, the BS. What is your name? Heather. Heather, where are you calling from? Roseville, California. You're in California, too? No way. (laughs) 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 How are we doing this morning? We're doing great. I just woke up. Yeah, you just woke up, rolled over, started listening to the radio, and uh, decided to pick up the phone and call, huh? Yes, sir. What can we do for you? Uh, Did I win the 500 duckies? Oh, come on, Heather. <laughs> you know what? Even if you didn't, we'd probably give it to you just because you said duckies. Absolutely. <laughs> I tell you what, Heather, congratulations. You got yourself $500. <laughs> That's the That's most how you get excited. energy I've seen from somebody that just supposedly woke up ever. <laughs> I'm on, I'm with Heather on this one. I will be that way if I just woke up too with some moolah. Uh, I'm just I'm just curious. Like, do you wake up every morning going, "I want duckies"? 
Um, pretty much for the last week. Yeah, you probably uh, you're probably <laughs> just, a longer. just jonesing for that five hundred dollars. What do you need it for? Well, it is the holidays, so I got a kid, and I I got things to buy for her. All right. Well, that's very sweet. You're going to pay it forward. We're glad that you won. We appreciate your listening. Can I ask you a question, though, just out of curiosity? Like, do you listen at, like, the 6 o'clock hour and hear me tell you what the song is, or do you just kind of pick it up throughout the show? Um, well, my fiancé gets up that early. <laughs> uh-huh. So he listens, and then and he texts you. Yeah, and then he tells me what the song is, yeah, to well, listen that, for. Well, that's cool. So that's that's good to know. What's your fiancé? Teamwork makes a dream work. Yeah, what's your fiancé's name? Clint. What is it? Clint. 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 Oh, God. Thank God. Uh huh. All right. So, would you like to tell Clint that he's not getting any of your $500 because you guys aren't married yet? Clint, you're not getting any of my 500 duckies because you're not married yet. I love Heather. I love her. <laughs> you're wonderful. All right. Have a good weekend. Congratulations. We do appreciate both you and Clint listening to 98 Rock and the BS. Thanks for the support. Have a great weekend. Hang on the phone, though, okay? Okay, I definitely will. All right. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. That's how you do it. That that's, is how you do it. Nikki's stoked because she said duckies right out of the gate. She did. We didn't have the culture or nothing. Heather is on it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a couple weeks ago, we were trying to figure out if you don't tip on DoorDash, that if they know or not, right? Right. Remember that conversation? Yeah. No, then, I remember it. Then we had some of these DoorDashers, and, and, and then, then there was the conversation with the DoorDash people that called and the Uber Eats people that called. They're like, Uber Eats, you don't know, I think they said. Yeah, you don't own Uber Eats. And DoorDash, because I, I, like, I'm, I was the one that said, they have to know that they're not getting a tip. That's why I always tip, but I don't like tipping early. I don't think that's fair. Like, you should tip after the fact. That's after the whole, you get the service. That's the whole point of the tip. That's what drives me so nuts about this whole new tipping system that we have to live by now, is they ask you for the tip after you do all the work, and have to pick up your own food, you're essentially tipping them to do what they normally just did. Their job. Their job. But you do it before the food comes out. Like before that you, that they don't even deliver to you, before you wait and pick it up. Mm-hmm. That's not what tipping is. It's not like the definition of it. You're supposed to provide an extra service to me, and then I tip you for you going above and beyond. Not for just doing your regular job. Don't get it twisted for those in the service industry. I'm very much pro-tipping. But it's a right, not a privilege. But do you tip to go? That's the thing. So no. with, so 10%. With, yes, so, you do. So with with DoorDash, they ask you for the tip before you get your food, mm-hmm. and that to me is just asinine. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So the question, the con- the conversation that we we're having is: Do the drivers see that, and does it affect your meal? And I don't think we ever got to a conclusion on this. Like we had people say this, and people say that. And I had speculation and this and that. Well, now we're finding out that, yeah, DoorDash is actually, now they're starting to warn us that if you don't pre-tip, that your food can actually arrive cold. Because if a DoorDash driver in the app sees that you've already tipped and they like your tip, now that's another thing. Mm -hmm. They've got to like your tip. They're more willing to pick up your food faster. If not, it'll stay in the queue and just sit at the restaurant before it gets to even their car. I like to look at it as like I'm at an auction and I'm competing against not to buy something, but I'm trying to get a driver. So if you so want, you're okay paying all that money. 
I mean, all that money. If you have a like on a Starbucks order, right? When I make a Starbucks order, I put five, six, six dollars on it for I, a tip. Yeah, because I know that's going to get me my coffee the fastest possible no way. No way. So it's that, going to stand out in front of other orders. So that's the world we live in. We live in an auction world. I like that yeah. analogy. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. So I'm actually going to put that to the test. The next time we order, usually my wife does the door dashing, uh-huh. but I'm going to ask her, like, give a, a ridiculous tip. Yeah, and see how fast it gets there? And see how fast it gets there. Because I believe DoorDash actually also has an option where you can pay an extra $3 for it to get there. Priority. Five, express, five yeah. minutes. Uber Eats does that, too. It's two ninety nine. Yeah, like five minutes earlier. It's not even. Yeah, but you know that doesn't go to the driver. The 100% of the tip goes to the driver. That's why I feel like they're more motivated when they see they're getting a nice tip. I'm going to put, like, $100 on the tip. Oh, my God, I bet it's instant. It's going to be, like, teleported to you. <laughs> I want to see how. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be really upset and ask for my money back. But I want to see how fast it gets there. And then I'll, I'll just go pick up food for you if you got $100. <laughs> I was about to say, I'll just I come have, pick that up for I you get for you that food. too. Fast just call you... me. I'll drive on over there and pick it up. Never seen it. DoorDash is testing out this new pop-up notification uh, that warns customers who don't tip. It says orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. I can't believe they're saying this out loud. Right. Are you sure you want to continue? Dashers can choose which order they want to do. Orders that take longer to be accepted tend to result in slower delivery. Are they... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, this is a bad business model. I, I, I think this is horrible. It's a horrible business model because I had a guy, when I was getting my hair done a couple weeks ago, I called in a, a order for us. He walked into the salon, not even knowing who the order's for, and he just slammed it on the table and turned around and walked out the door. Did you tip him? I, was, I had already tipped him ahead of time because for whatever reason this day, I had to use DoorDash because Uber Eats had, they weren't picking up. And I was so angry, and this is why I don't tip ahead of time. What kind of customer service is that? You don't even know whose food it is. You didn't ask one question. You didn't come in the salon and say, good morning, nothing. You just put the food down and left. So do you think that there's different layers of the tip? Where Absolutely. It's not only how fast you get it, how well it's delivered, but you also have to bring a little niceness with it. Customer service. I agree with you. Customer service. Yeah. So that's why I don't like to tip ahead of time. Are they setting things up so that they can deny um, like return calls now, though? You know what I mean? Like complaints. I.e. Like you go and say, you know what? My food was cold. And now they can go back and say, well, listen, we warned you ahead of time that you were going to get poor service because you didn't dip. We're not going to refund you anything. Because DoorDash is pretty quick to refund things. No, no, no. I've never asked for a refund. I don't know. Uber Eats is good for me. I don't use DoorDash a whole lot. Uber Eats will uh, refund me my money instantly. I don't think I'm going to use DoorDash. I don't like this service. I don't like this service either. And I already don't really use them. And when I saw this story, I said, okay, we can just band together and not use DoorDash. And then what are they going to do? Yeah, let's start a new protest. Yeah, we're protesting DoorDash. We got to go to Cornell's. They're, they're the big protest people. We need to go up there. <laughs> we need to go over there. Uh, when you place an order, DoorDash notifies all the dashers in the area, along with a guaranteed rate for accepting that delivery. The system places different values on the different deliveries based on things like time, distance, and desirability of the order. Your tip, desirability, it's your job. Bring me my food. Your tip is also included in that formula. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Mm. But still, if it's what you're doing. You're already getting paid for the order. If I don't send you some astronomical tip to say you're not going to bring the food, then I'm just not going to use your service. I'm going to use somebody who wants to work. And and those that you know do this for you know for a side hustle or even for a living, you know you need to talk to somebody that's OG in the service industry business, right? Because they'll tell you that tipping is such an advantage if you earn it. If you've got the personality, like. 
you don't want to be a dick and be a waiter, right? Because it's, no. it's just not going to work out for you. You know, I've had a buddy since college, the early 90s, the early to mid-90s, that has worked at the same Outback, the busiest Outback in the world, Lake Buena Vista, Florida, by Disney in Orlando, right? He's worked there for all these years. He makes well into the six figures. He's been asked to go to management and all this. He's like, no, I'm staying as a waiter because he's so personable and he makes <laughs> so much money. He, even in, and I'm sure like Anaheim's very similar with, with Disney there as well, you get tourists. Like, we all know Canadians don't tip. Uh-huh. He's still, even with the tourism and the tourists, the people that don't tip, because you're like, you're never going to see me again. He's still, to this day, like what, almost 30 years later. Is a waiter. Is a waiter. Actually, 30 years later, he's still a waiter and still makes bank. Because he's perfect. He knows the game. Mm-hmm. This isn't the game. No. This has nothing to do with the game. So don't you get think all this p- is a game. Don't get all pissy because you know you're not getting your tip because you haven't earned it. You gotta earn it. And then know? DoorDash is getting a lot of backlash too because their drivers are confronting people about not tipping them. Yeah. It's insane. Well, because what are you gonna do? It's not like you can go bitch at your boss. Who's your boss? Well, I'm like Bailey in this regard. Like I'm waiting for a DoorDasher to confront me. Oh my god. It never happens though. You're like me? Have yeah. I ever said that out loud? No, like you, you waiting. You re- you're waiting to regulate. Yes. I'm waiting for a door dasher to come. Yeah, she's going to treat him like you would treat a, a petty theft <laughs> and kill him. <laughs> Don't say that. He's got, she's going to take a life. <laughs> take a life. <laughs> I mean, Every time I see one of those viral videos, I'm like, ooh, wee, why not me? I wish you would say something oh, about that sauce. I wish. Can, can I get my money back? My guy's not breathing. <laughs> You don't need that, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what famous rocker is being sued and where a community is mad over tree theft. All right, get you a third round of headlines. And then at the end of this hour, we've got numerous pairs of tickets for the Creed Three Doors Down show early next year. And it'll be very, very simple for you to win. So stick around. But first, we'll get your headlines here next. Thank you. Stand by for news. All right, before we do your headlines, we have to bow our heads real quick. Okay. What are we bowing our heads for? Say a little prayer. All right, what's the prayer? (sighs) Dear baby Jesus, my wife is at the DMV in Roseville right now. I know that you put me through your not best friend hell for nine times in my visits there to the DMV. And I just hope with your power and blessing and guidance that she makes it out there just one time. <laughs> one time for the rodeo. <laughs> your prayer was good till you threw that in there. <laughs> Amen. God bless. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise you and everybody you hang out with. He is risen. Is risen with you <laughs> and with you as well. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Man, you gotta pray to go to that place, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm just being I'm just being real because like <laughs> nine times, man, that was like it made me rethink like driving. <laughs> I still haven't gone. I'm, I'm as so illegal. I must bought a rickshaw just to have <laughs> I couldn't do it. All right. Third round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Please check out their November promotions. They're they're good guys. They got great deals. Good Guys Heating and Air. Go ahead. Steven Tyler is next up to be sued. H5. 
A new lawsuit accuses Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler of sexual assault of a minor back in the 1970s. In the lawsuit, which does not name Tyler as a defendant, this uh, has been taking place for some months now with this woman who has accused Steven Tyler of sexually assaulting her back when she was a minor. This is some 50 years ago. Oof. I don't think it got anywhere in court initially. So now she's coming back and she's actually trying to sue him. Um, his team hasn't made any comments. They ha there's no word back on this uh, latest lawsuit that she has filed. But she basically is alleging that he groped her up in a phone booth and did some inappropriate things to her. And they left the phone booth and then she went with them to a hotel. She willingly. Willingly. Yeah. She was 17, right? Yes. At the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Fifty years ago, I know it's 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 a, it's a tough pill to swallow to hear this, but fifty years ago, times were different. That does not mean that means people can be groped, men and women. It does not mean that uh, doing all the bad things uh, was legit because it was fifty years ago. But fifty years ago, seventeen, even in states today, seventeen is consent. Sixteen, I believe, in Georgia. You know, so there's certain. It, I mean, it depends on the state, really. Do you, did it say what state it happened in? New York. Okay, now I think New York is one of those states where it is that way. But I believe we looked up the other day that California's age of consent is 18. Eight, yeah, yeah, some states so, are, but right. you know, this is she. You know, I don't know. It, it, like, whatever I say, it's not going to sound good. It's not. That's why I don't. I don't comment on these anymore. I learned my lesson with old Bill. Yeah. So you know, it's. I'm, 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 <laughs> People hate me. Fifty years ago. Um, I mean, that's a long, long time to hold on to this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's, 17 that's how in New I York. feel as well. What's that? 17 in New York. 17 in New York. Mm -hmm. So, But was it 17, 50? It was 50 probably, years ago. It was probably nothing 50 well, years ago. Well, yeah. probably wasn't even a law on the books the, 50 the years line ago. Is then, the line is then, was it inappropriate? Like, did she, uh, was it unwanted? Was it assault versus it being an The way she age? describes it, it is. But again, he assaulted you, and, and then you kept following him around town? You know, but you, okay. But you get into right. a tricky situation there, victim you blaming. Know, I know, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying that's what she said. She had no idea that's how what she said. successful they were going to be with that movie Armageddon in the 90s. So he didn't see that coming back in the 70s. It was just dream on, right? All right, second story. People are so petty that not even your trees are safe. Eight six. I've lived here so long, and I just can't even imagine how looking out my kitchen window, you know, none of these trees are going to be here. In the city of Madeira, there were 11 trees that somebody went to the park and stole. They have no idea who the person was. They do have cameras up at the park, but they have not been able to catch, capture any video of who the actual thieves were. Uh, these trees value between $175 to $200 a piece, and the community's just upset. Like, why would you steal trees? Right. Trees are expensive, man. Did, do you know if they, do you know, do you know if they, did they leave any evidence? See, you would get the yow. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Nelson doesn't know the bit. Yeah. yeah. He's got we gotta tell him about it. Yeah. Oh, I need to get you the the CSI Miami. Yeah, yeah. that's the C yeah. Wow, because that's what it is. You gotta have the uh, the little understood. Get a little well, you set it up and you go you go, um a town in California has just had numerous trees stolen. Do you think they were to leave some evidence? Okay, boom, I will, there won't boom, be a, there won't be a time that goes by that I don't have that in the future. Bunch of trees stolen from this town in California. I wonder what branch will handle it. Oh, that was good. I suck at this game though. I can't ever think of no. You are very bad at that no game. No good things. <laughs> very, very bad at the game. Can you think of one, Nelson? 
There's a town in California that had a bunch of trees mm-hmm. stolen. It's your turn, by the way. Oh, I was letting you do it because I got the no, thing. No, she asked if you had no, one. No, if you have one, like a, a pun you can throw in there because you're good at that, too. Oh, um, I'll do it. You're going to have to go ahead. No, I was too busy trying do to get it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> well, you can tell it's all bark and no bite. Sorry, I was concentrating. You know, I could only concentrate on one thing at a time. You want another one? Oh, yeah, you got enough. See, Nikki you, you loves never this ran thing. out. <laughs> I'm going to tr- do this one day. I'm going to learn how to do this one day. Bunch of trees stolen from a town in California. <laughs> oh, that poor sap. Mm, 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 mm. I like that. <laughs> oh, it's the du- it, it's, oh, I love it. It is the dumbest, <laughs> stupidest thing you can hear on the radio, but it is so addicting. I know. It brings me so much joy. <laughs> and 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 because you guys don't, I mean, we, obviously we've been together a long, long time, but if you've ever watched CSI, my it's CSI Miami, uh huh, yes, and Horatio. So mm-hmm. Horatio was the king of the puns, mm-hmm. just so bad, and it was always the beginning, and that was their intro. They would be on the crime scene, and then Horatio would come, and then they he would give the then it, then it would go jokes. into the hoop. Boom! Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need players, a bunch of players, everybody. Well, just fill up the phone lines here. There's a really good chance you're going to win. All right, the game is called Do Your Best. Mm-hmm. Creed and Three Doors Down will be at the Toyota Amphitheater September one of next year. All right, this is a very 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 cool ticket. Um, we. We'll play a portion of a Creed song, and you have to do your best to finish it. And this King of the Hill style, so just keep calling in because we're going to go through the players. Is that how we're going to do it? We'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought it out. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure they knew to just keep calling. It's a Friday. we got an hour left to the weekend game. <laughs> right. So do your best. You know, I mean, that's kind of the motto, right, you know, for today's day and age is yeah. do your best and you win stuff. So do your best. Mm-hmm. You gotta be. You gotta get your stap on, though. I mean, you can't just mouth it and word it and stuff. You gotta get your yeah. You know, you gotta get your stap on. Mm-hmm. All right. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. We have numerous pairs of tickets to give out. Make it good. Like really try. Do your best. Do your best. Put your all into it. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. We'll do that here next. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Hello, Nikki D. Hey, There's hey. Nelson and uh, Kyle who graciously mm-hmm. stayed behind a few minutes because he's got his own show to go do here in about an hour on uh, ESPN. Working overtime. Yeah. I love that guy's body. He's just such a nice man. Yes. He's always well-dressed. <laughs> I just remember when I look over, I just want to make sure he's paying he's attention so to the program. Paying attention. Look how cultivated his beard is. He's so deflated today. I don't know what's wrong. He needs a hug. I'm going to give him a hug after this segment. Uh, it's called Best uh, Do Your Best. Because that's what we're uh, programmed to do now, right? Just do your best and you win stuff. So uh, uh, Creed and Three Doors Down will be in town. This is going to be a great show, right? I mean, after all these years, the guys in Creed back together. uh, Toyota Amphitheater, September 1 of 2024. You know, Scott and Mark and Scott and Brian all back together with your favorite hits. And, you know, Creed's one of those bands, I think, that's kind of got uh, a little bit of the Nickelback curse for all Uh the hate for, for whatever reason. Um, but they are also one of those bands like Nickelback where, like it or not, you, for the most part, I think, know the words to the song. 
Yeah. You know, because they were just such big hits. I think Creed is easy to mock, and so that's why they got that reputation. You know what I mean? His singing style is so unique and easy to kind of copy. Hence why this game should be so easy for uh-huh. everyone, right? So if you want in on it, I got two pair of tickets. Or, yeah, two pairs of tickets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two pairs of tickets. 916-909-0985. We will start you out with the song, mm-hmm. and then it's going to stop. And then you need to do your best to finish the song in your best Scott Stapp, right? Because yes. that's the fun part about it is the, that kind and of thing. And they did good with the knock-knock jokes. They, right, they did yeah, good when we did that So bit. good. All right, you put something together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you for putting that together. You're welcome. Well, I just gave Kyle a compliment. He leaves. <laughs> so now Nikki has to leave. That's what happens. Who's my co-host? Hmm. Is this Louisa? Yeah, this is she. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. This is Louisa in Sacramento. Nelson, say hello. Hi, Louisa. How are you? Uh, you already asked that. Um, yeah. Hi. Just, you already. Just... Are you are you a Creed fan? I uh, I mean not not particularly. I fall into that. I probably know the word. Okay, and you and you and you could do a stab, right? You can do a Scott stab. I don't know. I guess I could try. Well, that's the whole game. I hope mm-hmm. you can try because I really would like I'll for you do to win. my best. Okay. Would you like to give it a. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we can ask for a game that's called Do Your Best. Uh, would you like to give it a test run before we start? Sure. Okay. Just give me uh, hello, Bailey, and then your Scott Step. Hmm. Hello, Bailey. Oh, my God. That's better than doing your best. Yes. Yeah. That was really, really good. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Nelson's going to go ahead and play the song, listen to the song, and then when he stops it, you have to pick it up and do your best to finish the lyrics, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Give me A. All right, Louisa, do your best. And I said, oh, and I hold my head up high. Something like that. Keep going. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. Keep going? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember now. I've lost it. (laughs) Louisa, that was not your best. (laughs) I'm going to put you on hold and you just wallow for a second. All right, Matt in Rockland, how are you? I'm good. You think you could do your best? I think I can certainly try. You know, I mean, we're we're not asking you to be great. We're just asking you to do your best. All right, that's all. That's it. You know, we're not asking all too right. much of you. Okay, let me give you a different. I want to give you a different song. Okay, here we go. Uh, go ahead and give our friend Matt here B. All right, Matt, do your best. 
Matt. Matt. Uh, I wonder, and I wonder. <laughs> that's all I got. That's oh, that's pretty good, though. You sounded good. You know, you 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 stopped and uh-huh. you came back because you knew you had to do your best. I thought do that something. Was, right? mm-hmm. Like I, I think people need to pick up the fact that we're not asking you to be perfect. No, no. You, you could close. you could make stuff up and make us believe that, that you know the words. That you're karaoke in the words. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, you're in the running. There's no doubt about that. You hang on. Uh, Timothy in Sacramento, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, you sound like a guy, you really do, mm-hmm. that knows how to really do his best. I can do my best, that's for sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you a different song. That's all we're asking, Timothy. That's all we're asking. Nothing more, <laughs> nothing less. I'm going to give you a different song, pay attention, and then your best step, do your best to finish the lyrics, even if they're not the lyrics. All right? Help us out here. All right. Give them C. Timothy, do your best. And I know him, and I know his name, and I know him. <laughs> that's about all I know. I'm sorry. No, and that's that's pretty good. Not even close to the lyrics. They always give, I know, I know. <laughs> they always give up right after like the second line. But see, you don't have to know the lyrics to win no, this game. No, you just remix it and keep singing. You, you really, we should rename this game. Do the Nikki D. Yes. Right. <laughs> let me. Let me. I'm That's gonna, never stopped her before. I'm going to keep you on the phone and give you an example. Okay, play that again for me, Nelson. I'm going to, Same yes. one. Give me C. Go ahead. Watch this. Watch. Watch what I'm talking about. And I know I'm going to see you down the road, but it don't matter. And I don't know where to begin, my old friend. But I, oh, okay. Damn. You cut me off. But there we go. That's all you got to do? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut cut off that masterful performance. Okay. I've never, I've never done this in my career. I've never changed a bit name in the middle of the bit. Uh huh. We're calling this the Nikki D. Okay. So Tim, thanks for playing the Nikki D. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to, I'm going to change. It's called the Nikki D. And any friend you drive in a car with that doesn't know the lyrics to the song. Let me send an email to our guy who makes that stuff, and I'll make sure he changes it. All right. Uh. Uh, Oscar, you might be the last one due to time. If somebody else wants to get in, I might be able to squeeze you in. 916-909-0985 in Pacific Heights. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready with arms wide open, baby. Funny you say that. Funny you say that. All right, give him D. (laughs) Well, I just heard the news today. Seems my life is going to change. 
Go ahead. Oscar, do your best. Wide open <laughs> under the sunlight. Welcome to this place. I'll show you everything. I'm talking about. Wide open. Wow. That's what I'm talking about, Oscar. That's how you do it. You for sure Google those Let's lyrics. Go. <laughs> here, here, here's, here's the thing. Oscar, if it weren't a Friday, I would not give you the tickets because you didn't do your best. You did better than your best. <laughs> hey, I, just, I just try to take my wife out to a concert, you know? You you actually did really well. Yeah, yeah. And that's not oh. the name of the game. No, at all. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should not reward you for doing really really well. No. But but terrible. But no no no. Hold on. I got one more real quick. One more. One more. One more. Ninety eight rockets. The BS. What's your name? This is Bob from Vacaville. Wow. Where from where? It's Bob from Vacaville. Uh, Bob. Oh. Bo. Yes. Bo. Bo. Okay. If you could come up from the pool, uh, and I'm going to give you one. You ready to do this quickly? I got to do it quickly though. You ready? Let's go. All right. Uh, let me pick. Uh, let's just go back to A. Go back to A. Quarters in session. Averted is in. No appeal on the docket today. Just my home sin. The wall's cold. Go ahead, Bo. Do your best. I gotta say, hold on for a second. Like he's really doing his best with the prepaid thing because, uh-huh. like, the cell phone's not working out. He's got bad sounds signal. Like he's underwater. Well, is that or does he have a cleft palate? It sounds like. <laughs> well, if that's the case, we're very sorry for making right. fun. <laughs> okay, uh, I couldn't do the phone thing. We got to pick a winner. We'll do yeah. that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a break. We'll come back and Nikki D. Start start figuring out who you like. You okay. and Nelson get to figure it out. Okay. I'll be a tiebreaker if need be, but I, I don't like to do that. So for those that uh, that are playing, just hang on hold. We've got numerous pairs. Two pairs, right? Two pairs. Yes, two pairs. Two pairs. We actually had three pair, but we're holding one back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott was actually supposed to do something for us today, but we got it to him a little bit late. Not his fault, ours. And so um, when he does get it, he's going to come on maybe a couple weeks, and then we can do the next thing with him. But anyway, that's... Uh, neither here nor there. All right, we'll find a winner for the game for the tickets here in just a minute. Hang on. All right, you two, Nikki D. Nelson, you must pick a winner for these tickets to see Creed and Three Doors Down uh, September 1 at the Toyota Amphitheater. We just uh, played a silly game called Do Your Best where we asked those two peers that listen to the BS to uh, finish the Creed songs in their best Scott Stapp. And it didn't have to be perfect. And trust me, most of you, if not all of you, achieved that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But who do you think really tried, gave it the old college oomph, and did their best? Do we have uh, winners? Do you guys agree? Mm -hmm. We have have picked the winners. Uh, The first one up that we have chosen is our boy Oscar. Oscar. He was enthusiastic. He nailed it. He went above and beyond. Oscar, do you hear that? Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. I'm excited. Yeah, there you go. You're gonna take. You said you're gonna take your wife, right? Yeah, I'm gonna take my wife. Yeah, that's a good lovey concert to go to. Tim. A lot of lovey. Oh songs. yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a good one. Yeah, you're getting laid that night, Oscar. Somebody's <laughs> 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 taking me higher. Oh, <laughs> right. Oscar, enough of the jokes, buddy. I'm gonna put you on hold. We got another winner. Let's find one. Who we got? 
All right. And the second person, it was hard to choose. And mm-hmm. then Louisa tried to bribe me. Happy birthday to Louisa. But I had to be fair. <laughs> oh, I was about girl. to pick her up. No. Don't pick her up. not the person we chose as a winner. I just wanted to tell her happy birthday. But we chose Timothy. Timothy. Tim- All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Timothy did a great job, put forth the effort, and he knew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give it give it to us. Give it to us one more time, Timothy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what won you the tickets. <laughs> Believe it or not, that according to Nikki D won you the tickets. <laughs> said it sounded oh, exactly thank you, Nikki. Like You're awesome. He did. All right, Timothy, you hang on and you go an Oscar right, can hang out at the concert. Everybody else, thank you very much. You can hang up now. I know you're on hold, but you can hang up. We don't have anybody in there to hang up on you. Well, no, hang out here because I need to talk to you. Okay. I don't want to talk to myself about this. I mean, Nelson's here. Yeah, yeah you hear how quickly he's by himself. Right. And I'm like, Nelson's here. He I can guess. chat with you while I go grab their information. It's no big deal. It's just 17 years <laughs> in the industry. You don't want to talk to Nelson? God. Don't leave you <laughs> Just roll over. Well, you know, because after this is headlines, so I don't have time to talk to them. That breaks so short. Okay, I'm just going to go right there, get their information. It's not going to take me long. I've been doing this a long time. Don't I can worry. do it quickly. I mean, it won't even be like she's gone. Right. The American Ornological Society. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, this is why I'm leaving. All right. Hey, keep keep eye contact. Okay. Okay. Hey, Nelson, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's going on? Well, I, some I, marsupial? She actually, she, the reason why I wanted her to stay. She actually is a part of the conversation you're about to have, yeah. Well, she likes me when I tell her things to watch on TV. Okay. That's why. <laughs> No, she does. I'm serious. Like, yeah, like, but didn't she just complain? I seem to remember earlier uh, before we started the show that she goes, and I watched that thing that you told me to watch, and it was awful. And then you didn't even watch it. Well, no, I, I never told her to watch it. <laughs> that's 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 the ball drop there. I never told her to watch it. There was something that I read about that I was going to bring up <laughs> because there was a conversation to be had about the television show. I had not gotten around to watching it, nor was I probably going to even watch it. <laughs> but she just automatically assumed, to her credit, mm-hmm. you know, being a good radio person, right? She was like, oh, I got to do my research because Bailey's going to bring this up. And right. So I appreciate that. But no, I, and I never got to it on mm-hmm. the show. So it's kind of <laughs> null and matter. But this one I have started watching, uh, and it's, it's, I don't want to say it's good. It's interesting. Okay. And it's called The Garden Commune or Cult. There have been shows made about this place before, mm-hmm. and it's a, well, you you, you kind of, I've watched most of the first episode, and there's, I think, three episodes as of right now. It's on Discovery. Uh, I'm watching it just on YouTube TV. It, it popped up yesterday, and it, it just premiered uh, on the 29th of October, and this place was founded in 2009. It's called The Garden, and there's a bunch of these allegations, not great allegations, uh, regarding this place, and they just take a bunch of people that want to get off the grid, a little odd, and they join this commune, mm-hmm. which is really cult or socialism, you know, because mm-hmm. there's no leader, and it's like oh, okay. we're all on the same this, and nobody makes well, a decision. If there's no leader, that's less culty, right? Because then, like, the key component of a cult, there's got to be one guy who's having sex with all the dudes' wives. Okay, well. Things like that don't work. Uh-huh. Your council theory sucks. Uh-huh. Like it, you, you have to have someone in charge, and then people for checks and balances. Okay, but somebody has to be a filter. Okay, so have radio shows that everybody in the sports world they do this all the time. Everybody wants to call themselves a host. Mm-hmm. They're not. There's one on every show. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that you know is the quarterback. Everybody else is a supporting cast. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Just know your role. 
So in this case, there's a council. They say there's no leader, but I think we'll soon find out, just like how we humans are, Mm. eventually there is a leader. Well, there's going to be one member of the council that's most charismatic or whatever. Or the quietest, but is pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. And that's what they kind of allude to in the first episode. Uh, So cameras have never really been allowed in this place. Newcomers that go into this garden uh, have to undergo a 10-day initiation period before being allowed to join. And they live on this, uh, they moved to this 22-acre site in Lafayette, Tennessee, and uh, and then they moved from there to La Plata, Missouri, which is deep in the Ozarks. Oh, God. And so there's these different characters within this commune slash cult and that's what you kind of have to try to figure out. Uh-huh. And you're like, and then, you, you know, as a, as a viewer, you're trying to figure out how real stuff is. And I actually kind of buy into it. I mean, it is television and they want you to do this. But I do buy in that these, there's odd people. You know, they, they, if, you, if you go out and join a commune or a cult, mm-hmm. you're running from something. Yeah. There's something in the real world that you're running away from. You're damaged. Certainly. There's something, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't figure it out or you don't want to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you just want to. Just want to be left alone. It's much easier to let someone else figure it out for you, too. Like correct. You, that's that's when your guard goes down and you just start taking direction, yep. and and you end up, you know, being a part of. Uh, uh, Dave and then Crush. David Crash is laying it to your wife. Right. right. So there's this guy that is in his initiation period, and he seems like he's got actually a pretty good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. He's former military. He's been living off the grid on his own for quite some time, and he was like, okay, well, let me try this, and just a couple days in. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm seeing so many things that just don't add up. Sure. Then you've got the loudmouth dude, this redheaded, I mean, just really ugly human being, like (laughs) physically ugly human being. He's very bossy. And you could tell he's kind of the the squeaky wheel, Uh whether purposely or not. He's the squeaky wheel. He would be the he'd be the crazy one. Okay. And you have kind of the older commune people. They're just chilling that that really just don't want any problems. The younger ones are making issues. I left off in the middle of the first episode of one of these girls that had just joined this commune slash cult. Uh, they're kicking her out. And they, for all these different reasons. Imagine you get kicked out of a cult. Well, here's here was her argument. She was, like, you know, one of those, you know, la-di-da, la-di-da girls, you know. Uh-huh. And, and she goes, I, I came here to join a group of people that weren't judgmental. I've only been here for a couple days. Y'all have already judged me to the point where you're asking me to leave. That really kind of goes against everything that you're supposed to believe in, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy that, I guess, started this, who's not the leader, supposedly, he just happened to not be there when the council got together to boot this girl. Oh. So, like, you know, I've only watched half an episode, and I'm in. right? Because I'm watching, <laughs> I'm going, this actually exists. There are people out there that go and, like, first off, how do you find a commune? You know, how do you find? Right. How do you go, okay, I'm going to go in the middle of La Plata, Missouri. Oh, my God, which is rough. And join this thing called the Garden. How do you find them? On the internet. It, it, yeah. Well, Chat go, rooms. Go, Google, how do I join? Google, how do I join the Garden? <laughs> See what comes up. I'm curious. Just like cults. Mm-hmm. How do you join a cult? I think that's, well, if you look to just the, what's the most recent high-profile cult we had, the Nexium cult, ne- Nexium. you have people who are out recruiting. 
So it is social media in a lot of cases where they're going and looking for a specific type of person, and then their little recruiters are getting into their direct messages or leaving comments on their things, looking for broken people, and then turning them and bringing them in. Well, the like the, the people that join these things are the ones that think they know it all. You know, they, mm-hmm. that, that democracy and what we stand for as a country is is just falling apart and capitalism ruins the world and democracy, you know, having a leader is the worst thing in the world and all this stuff, you know, until you find yourself in the middle of the woods with strangers (laughs) (laughs) that don't want you there anymore Uh because they're doing the exact opposite of what you joined for. (laughs) Right. Right. So it's, it's kind of funny. I, I like to see people get smacked upside the face with a dose of reality. I can't find the website, but it says they have an open door policy and anybody seeking to join the ranks can, but you have to submit to an initiation period. Right. And That's the 10 days I was ranks. talking about when yeah. you're in the other room. But it's no um, it's no website or anything for me to go on. I guess so, I just got to pull up. So you just walk up? You got to oh, pull up and be like, I want to join. Says you have an open door policy. Wow. We should That's do this it. a bit. We should have Nelson go out there. <laughs> I'm not going down to the Ozarks. <laughs> I'll go. You. you I would love to see that. I'll go. So let me add Fly this. Me out. Let me add this. I, <laughs> um, how do I say this? So is open and free and all on the same page and everybody's the same and how this stuff works and stuff. Uh, you would stick out. I would. Let's There's just, no black people in this cult. That's you. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe they'll let me in. Yeah. I'll be the first. Not a lot I'll of make black, history. Not a lot of black people in the back hills of the Ozarks either. Oh. Yeah, there's not a lot. A lot it's mighty a lot. white in Missouri. <laughs> actually, you kind of think about it. Actually, not a lot of African Americans join. Like you never see uh, an African American cult. No, because leader, black people right? are the most skeptical people on the planet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never seen a documentary of one. It's not a chance. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just never seen or heard of it. I don't know anybody's been in one. I don't know. Have Man. you ever? Have you ever thought about that? Just like, like any <laughs> cult that I've ever seen, you, you never see one black person in there because they're. Hell no! I'm right. not drinking that Kool Aid. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, black people aren't in cults. No, and they're not school shooters. No, no, right? We don't have time for that. It's like a Where white thing. That from? Absolutely, right? That's interesting. I've never yeah, thought about that. It is definitely uh, white people stuff. As That's they why say. I said I'll go roll down there and see what's up with the cult. Imagine how convincing <laughs> that leader <laughs> would. Dude, I, I just just so you can get in, I you know have to be like, hey guys, she's with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let her in. She's gonna be our friend, you know, so we can get away with stuff. Oh, please, our friend. We have a black friend. We have we have the we have the first communes black friend. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. I was just talking about. I know you're in the other room. I appreciate yeah. you doing that. But you, this is something you might like. I don't know. You told me to watch that other. I thing did not. It That's was what I say. Horrible. I, I did not tell you to watch it. I just I put it on the planner. You put it on the planner. That's our job. So I'm like, look See? at me. I'm going to be proactive. See? Watch yeah. it. I'm going to know what we're Smart talking girl. about tomorrow. Smart and then girl. you didn't even talk about it. And it sucked. It's a catch 2020. Yeah, so good. That yeah, was you're, horrible. You're, per- you're, you're completely right about all that stuff, other than the fact that I did not ask you to watch it. Like, I mean, when you put it on there, that's asking me to watch finally, it. Finally, not doing my job has paid off. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't pay off for me. <laughs> Right. But I'll watch one episode of this since I might go join the cult. At least I'll know what I'm joining. All right. Well, that being said, I want to bump headlines. I want to talk about the show called Betrayal. On the- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's got a full book report on it. 
All right. Uh, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where a possible UFO wreckage is located and the latest on Yellowstone. All right. Get you those two big stories from today here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air, 530, good air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed, Nikki D. It's a possibility that a UFO is under your house, H7. It wasn't until 2021 that somebody noticed this. It's a pair of long parallel lines with indentations that lead to what appears to be a half-buried disc. Scientists have proposed that wreckage of a long-lost alien world is buried 18,000 miles under our feet. It's a new study that they've put out. They're saying that the relics of a world that smashed into our planet 4.5 billion years ago is similar to ancient remnants. So it could be under your house, your feet somewhere down there, and other planets. You told that story like you were narrating. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was cool. This is not anything new, though. This has been... This has been... A theory for a long time, right? Uh huh. Like they live in the mountains and like uh Or they're buried in the ice caps. What's the Tom Cruise movie? Uh World War um, Z or whatever. It is? Uh no, that's the zombie one. That's just War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Off the War of the Worlds stuff, and they come up from the ground. No, but they come no oh you're thinking of Edge of Tomorrow, I think. No, I'm not. The Tom Cruise, War of the Worlds. They World. came from the sky, War War of the Worlds. The, the Tom Cruise movie, the aliens were in the ground already. They had been living here the whole time. That's Edge of Tomorrow. That's nope. the one where they reset time. It is oh, not. I'm telling up. you right now, it is not. The Tom Cruise movie, and who's the little blonde that grew up to be a big deal? Was his daughter in that movie. They were in. The, they even made a comment in the movie that they've been here the whole time. I'm telling you, I'm right. And that's like a theory. Like they live in the mountains and they live under the... like. Places in the ocean that we can't get to. That's where they live. That's why there's been uh, sightings of UFOs going into the water and all uh-huh. that good stuff. So as neat as the story as it is, it's kind of been a theory for a long time. Okay. It's taking too long for me to read it. I can't tell where they came from, but it's a movie. Edge but of I think tomorrow. what the, the thing. Did you, what did you say? It's called Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. It's where they reset time. God, that was one of my clips Whoa. I pulled for uh, Game of Tones today. Whoa. Don't question me on Tom Cruise movies. Whoa. My ear. You're wrong. Yikes. I'm right. <laughs> the yeah. movie, maybe he was in a different one, and I'm sure he was. But the movie was War yeah. of the Worlds. They where, came from the sky in War of the Worlds. Where they came from, the blonde. Did he have a blonde daughter? He had two kids. You're confusing two things. He had kids in War of the World. Yes. Thank you. But War that, of the World is just a remake of, of War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, where they were from the sky. The big metal things came from the ground up in that movie. Ooh, that is Tom the same Cruise, movie. Can you call us, please? Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not wrong on this. I know I'm right. And he drives Dakota the Dakota mini- Fanning was his Dakota daughter Fanning. in War of the Worlds. That's who I was trying I'm to think of. I'm not fighting him on Dakota Fanning being in War of the Worlds. Yeah, you're fighting him on where the aliens came from. Yes. Well, in this case, the aliens are in the ground and they're under your house. <laughs> when you say Dakota Fanning, yeah. everything after that is, duh. <laughs> Did you hear him? <laughs> you're not defighting him, are you? No. <laughs> they in the ground. <laughs> that the, the, the Tom Cruise in the, in the War of the Worlds... <laughs> We're all going to the club. <laughs> hey, it's fun there. All right, go Sad ahead. news for Yellowstone fans. H8. What you going to do first? We think I'm going to do. You're all fired. Yellowstone has set the premiere date for its final episodes, as well as announcing new spinoffs. The long-awaited final installment of Yellowstone featuring Kevin Costner. The final episodes have been delayed 
until November of 2024. This is because the strikes that have gone on with the actors and the writers, but they have stated that there's going to be two spinoffs. Those are going to be pushed back as well. One's going to be called 1944. The other one's going to be called 2024. They also have the Sixes Ranch spinoff, I think, coming, right? Don't they have – are you yes. guys Yellowstone fans? Yeah. yeah. I got in, I get in way late, though. Be, 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 so did I. I got in when I got COVID. Uh-huh. And, and I was forced to watch – well, I wasn't forced, but I did watch the first three seasons. And w- best best show that's on TV. And that sucks that it's ending. The Kevin Costner version is ending because that cast is some of the best character building I have ever seen. The woman that plays Beth Dutton is – the, her, her depiction of that character is the best character building of a character on a television show in the history of TV. That's big. It is absolutely amazing. It is, I think it's good acting, but who am I to judge on that? Right. But I can judge on as far as the character building skill. Yes. That is amazing. She mm-hmm. owns it. And she's a Brit. Like, out of all that. Yeah, she, I forget that. She ain't country. Mm-hmm. Just like Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead. Yes. He's a Brit. He ain't a redneck either, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, it's good. It, you know what? Yellow the, this the season, this final season of Yellowstone's turning into what? It's turning into Chinese democracy from Guns and Roses. Oh, yeah. Like it just keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed mm-hmm. back. And I don't think they're going to be able to live up to the hype, even for diehard fans that are expecting amazing. Because in, in, in these types of television shows. You can't have banger episodes every episode. Right. You have to have transition episodes, setup episodes. The fly so episode from You're you're gonna watch one of you're like the second one in, you're gonna be like, Okay, I know you're setting me up for the third one, but it's just like we only have eight and that's what you gave me. That's what right. happened with Game of Thrones. They they hyped up the new season and we waited so long and then it came on and everybody was like, Oh well, the guy who made the book series is why Game of Thrones, the T V series, went off the rails. Because he never released the last books. And so they completely changed tone after that because they had to make up their own stories. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's not funny. It's no, horrible. it sucked. It, <laughs> it sucked. Horrible. We were robbed. <laughs> no, you can't have the end of the story. <laughs> Why is that guy now working at Target? I have no idea. It's so weird. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine. Same number, 916-909-0985. The Big Fat Bribe continues here on a Friday if you are interested in winning $500 and you do not know the song you're listening for, we will tell you that. Roll some credits and get out for a weekend here in a minute. Hey! As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle for helping us out as always. Motley Cruz, Girls, Girls, Girls is the big fat bribe song of the day. We've already given out $500 here this morning. Uh, more opportunities for you to win the $500. When you hear the song, be color 18, 916-909-0985. All right. Quickly. Yeah, get duckies there. Uh, John in Woodland, quickly, what you got? Both of you knuckleheads are correct. <laughs> on the War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise, the machines were in the ground. Thank you. And the lightning volts from the sky transferred the aliens to the machines. I'll take that. And then they came up out of the crust of the earth. But the aliens so were not right. But the aliens were not already there. No. Okay. They were in the lightning vaults. In the movie, man, that you saw them uh, slow down a video of the lightning and the alien I was in the scene. lightning. Yep. You're right. Okay. So. Well, John, thank you. I appreciate it. I knew I was right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you boys have a great. You boys have a great afternoon. You too, sir. Thank you for listening. I mean, based on what he said, you weren't right, though. 
Like he gave you a point. He did. Because the aliens was in the light. The aliens were not already here. (laughs) (laughs) Todd and Folsom, please. See, I thought you guys were talking about the Chris Pratt movie where he goes forward in time, fights aliens, oh. and comes back and finds out that they're already under the ice. That's yep. why they didn't know where they came from. No, yeah, that's what Nelson was talking about. No, I was not. <laughs> Wait. No, that's what you were talking that's about. That's what you were talking about. You said they're you said the under the ground. You got me confused. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. I, <laughs> I, I knew what he was talking about. All right. Appreciate you, brother. We'll see. Have a good weekend. Thank you, sir. Oh, you too. John and I Thomas. I wasn't thinking. Go ahead, please. John? He got John hung up. Yeah. I'm so, oh, what's that, John? Yeah, baby, you're right. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I, have a good weekend, my friend. Hey, love the show. See you later. <laughs> my brother texted me. He said I was right. Of course well, he why did. does he know? The aliens are from the sky. And he wants to be nice to you. Mm, you got anything in the text machine? I'm tired. Oh, I do. I have plenty. <laughs> Things to do. At my house, we grill. Bailey, you are not alone. Thank you. I can't stand this barbecue talk. Like, oh, is, did you bring the barbecue? You barbecuing this weekend? Well, it's like Canadian, because I think the Canadians say that. They mean, as a blanket statement for grilling, they're talking about barbecuing. So you grill like, at a barbecue. A yeah. barbecue is an event. Uh-huh. You know? But it's also a style of food, though. It, it is. is a style of food, but you can't get the barbecue until you grill it. Oh, okay. Or smoke it. I like that. I like that. That's a good point. Please Google why daylight saving time exists. It has nothing to do with farmers, and in fact, they oppose it. Ha! So you guys weren't even telling me the right stuff. No, that's not true. I mean, it, it, it all, the whole thing started with the farmer's almanac. Like, not the almanac. I, mean, I think it was just the farmers. But they read. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Nelson's always broke. He's tipping and using DoorDash. <laughs> I know. He used DoorDash. I was thinking the same thing. Didn't he sound like a baller? He did. Over tip, I give them six dollars, and I'm over here like I never give them more than three. I'm Nelson. I go to the dollar store because I don't have any money, but you know what? I tip that bitch twenty (laughs) dollars. I get to I get to DoorDash one thing a month, okay? (laughs) And it's usually coffee I share with you guys. I'm getting duped, aren't I? Yeah, you, really I told you. Rich you were getting. I told you you're getting jobbed, man. He just wants to be submissive. (laughs) He likes that stuff. He wants you to be the owner angel. Yep, step on my cues. We had somebody calling us like, hey, guys, I, we're going to be wrong a lot. Like, that's part of the fun of the show, right? Correct us. Feel free. I mean, we're not claiming to be the smartest people in the room. Uh, it's just a conversation, right? This isn't a, a – we're not journalists that are bringing you hard-pressing not news. Not at all. It's literally every day, five days a week, a four-hour conversation. How often are your conversations everyone's right? Because that's what brings what up good, de- good mm-hmm. debate and all that stuff. Anyway. So the more you get used to us, the more we get used to you, but more us, you know, we say goofy things and we harp on the goofy things. And uh, a guy called up and he's like, hey, I think you guys got that wrong. I don't think it's catch 2020. <laughs> no, he didn't it's say that. Catch 2020. He genuinely wanted to know what it was because oh. he was being, he felt like I educated him on it. Oh, because he didn't know what it meant. Like, right. He's he didn't only, know what it meant. And now she gave him an answer, which uh-huh. is an incorrect answer. <laughs> And he's going to go and spread that to other people. He is. He's going to tell everybody that's what a Cash 2020 is. And he's going to start using it, and then other people will use it. It's a it's a Nickyism. It's going to be a thing. It's a Nickyism. <laughs> All right. I got to think of another This one. is from the same woman that... I learned what an anomaly was because of Finding Nemo. Okay, so that's kind of where it started. Right? Cash 2020 oh, was first. Cash 2020 came first. Cash 2020. Okay. Well, this came I just first. talked fast. 60 pounds. All right. We got to get out of here. Nikki, you got anything? Any plans? Loose lips mess me up.
I don't think that's the line. But I don't okay. think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say, Nelson. Uh, don't judge a book by where you buy it. <laughs> that actually sounds like good advice, though. That's not even... I think you failed at messing up. That sounded prolific. Ha! Take that. I can't even be bad. No. <laughs> when it comes to Tom Cruise, don't ever question me. Ooh. Ever. He challenged you to a duel. There it is. <laughs> All right, look, have yourself a great safe weekend. If you're going to be doing some drinking, I understand. I get it. If you've had too much, please do not get behind the wheel of a car. Seriously, I have lost way too many friends like that. I don't want to see it happen to you. Enjoy the rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you Monday at 6. It's a catch 2020. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore. The BS. If you can't wait for the...